They gave us that whole radio station. And the general manager is currently in his radio going, what the hell did I do? Anybody. I certainly appreciate all of the mention. It made my day start off very, very well. And Dawn. Uh, oh, my God. That day after, I'm going to vomit Christmas everywhere. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Chris. Hey, Chris. Now, he's writing about Brina Palooza, which is this Saturday in Reno at the South 40 Restaurant, Ooh. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. All the details are at radradio.com. It also intertwines with something we were talking about yesterday, something Don yells at me about every year around this time, when we're doing turkey mail in particular, it, it, is remember that not everyone knows what I know. Not everyone has experienced. Right? Yeah, you've been doing it forever. And a lot of people, as we've heard this year, we hear here, are... are doing Thanksgiving for the first time. Ah. And I've done it like 20 times. And so it's for them, it's really intimidating. They're asking these questions. I'm like, oh my God, really? Maybe you shouldn't host Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Rob, you gotta start somewhere. Exactly. So this email. Their first time making a turkey. This email is indicative of that in a totally another area. Because we do this, all of us, humans, do this with all people and all things. You'll hear someone ask a question, you'll go, how do you not know that? Well, there's a reason. Yeah. Or you can be a jerk and go, how do you not know that? I'm not going to be a jerk on this one. Oh, oh. good. Shocking. I think somebody might be. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm not going to be. Uh, so, uh, Brian Apalooza is Saturday uh, at uh, South 40 in the backyard in Reno. It's uh, 1445 South Meadows Parkway. Uh, we're going to have, uh, we'll be there, obviously, and uh, we'll have our your last chance to get brine uh, on site. We'll have a bar. We'll have food. We'll have the stupid store on Super site. Store. Little Charlie. It's not little. Not tall. We're going to have uh, rad coffee mugs, tumblers, tote bags, patches, bottle openers, and you can customize them, too. You don't have to get them rad. You can get them bad. Brandon, anybody you don't. Oh, boy. You can get the uh, Brian Apalooza <laughs> logo on. Uh, ornaments, coolers, stuffed maggots that have been hand-signed. Uh, uh, all the cookbooks will be uh, on site as well. You can bring the kids. Uh, they got a huge arcade. they got cornhole, bowling, pool, uh, and Big D and Mrs. Big D will be on hand from uh, Dark One's Confection with their freeze-dried candy. Sweet. Live music. So that's all. <laughs> Very good. Sweet. That's good. Uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. In, in Reno. So if you're already in Reno, you just got to drive down to South 40. But if you're not in Reno, maybe you're in Sacramento. Maybe you listen online and you're, you're somewhere else in the general area where you could get there, you might have to drive there. And so Chris wrote in, and this is this is his question, where a lot of people are like, what's wrong with this goddamn guy? Oh. I'm not going to do that. Mm. I'm not going to say, why, can't, why, why would you ask Rob? Just go online. Don't you have an app? <laughs> Look outside. Like, I'm not going to do any of that. That's not nice. Okay. He says, Rob, how are the roads and highways going up to Reno? Will snow be on the ground or will the roads be icy? Good question. If you live in a cave. Um, and so uh, uh, as of uh, two days ago, they did have rain in the forecast for Saturday. They've never forecasted snow as of right now. Uh, Reno is forecast to just be to be very pleasant, actually. A little, little nip in the air. Uh, 56 for a high on Saturday Ooh. and mostly cloudy. The roads are, are crystal clear uh, there and back. You'll have no problem at all. Uh, getting there wherever you're coming from. And so we hope to see a lot of people drive up from uh, the Northern California area. I'm going to keep it nice. Really? But so here's what I would suggest because Rob may not always be accessible to you. Um, I don't know. Yes, online you can look weather.com and enter the city. Enter like uh, Truckee. That one's always good because you get an idea for sure an idea of what's happening over Donner Pass. That's the big I, one. Yeah. I would personally look at Truckee weather because Reno weather is not going to be snowing and Truckee 
Well, clear. just so yeah, right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, so it's right. like and Truckee's it, it, where you get stuck. It, 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 yeah. That's right. You got to get through Truckee and Donner Pass and all that little scariness before you get to Reno if it's snowing. So like, it's not scary. And a lot on your. <laughs> for me, it is not scary at all. Uh, some phones come with weather apps. You can just it's already on the phone. You can just click it, boop boop, and then there it is for you. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of options. Out there. <laughs> Yeah, the weather so says many. it's going to be 47 degrees on Saturday in Truckee with a little bit of rain. Oh, yeah. Oh, not, yeah. That's not even yeah. cold enough to no. snow. We, no. we can already declare uh, our, our our running record exists. How many years have we done Brian Palooza, Brandon? Uh, 13? 14? And 13? We've only had it like like be barely wet one year. And we've never gotten like big rain and we've we or, or, or snow. Uh, and we can now declare a victory for the whatever 13th or 14th year in a row. <laughs> We will survive Brian Apalooza without any weather incidents. Because the Saturday before Thanksgiving, you literally never know, especially in Reno. I mean, when we made the decision to do it in Reno, having lived there for a decade, I was like, you know, uh, I've seen it be bad in uh, November, but we're gonna we're gonna live to tell about it. So, Chris, we hope to uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, the roads will be fine. Uh, be safe, and uh, we will see you on Saturday. Edgar wrote in and said, "Am I allowed to buy you guys a drink? I'd love to have a toast with you guys. You guys are awesome." We, not needed. Nice. First yeah. of all, first of all, we're very, That's very, very sweet. It is. It's very sweet. We're very busy um, at Brian Palooza. Dawn won't shut up in the beginning, <laughs> and then at the you end, you want to get me talking more? Give me some liquor. And then, and then in the end, we have to kind of speed her up because we've got to get out of there. You know, this, this is an event center. We got to, we got to leave at some point. So, uh, we we don't have time to just like stop everything uh, and do something like that. Plus, uh, any beverages or, or food, uh, the, the venue will make sure we're taken care of. But that is very nice. Uh, buy a drink for a maggot that you meet. And, you'll... and I mean, I rarely, if ever, drink, so one drink will do it. Yes. Yeah, and then... <laughs> and then, I no. After she gets really yeah. talkative, then she'll be napping, and that's not really the point of the event. Yeah, I, I do appreciate the offer, but I also do have a pretty mouth, and I don't know what you want to do with me oh, later, and man. I'm afraid of what might go in that drink. Alec wrote in and said, Hey, Rob, what's the weather and traffic like three days from now? Also, can you give me the lottery numbers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we got this email from uh, Connor. Hi, Connor. Uh, we are uh, back on the airwaves in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. Nothing's changed in Reno on 104.5. Connor says, congratulations on being back on the air in Sacramento. I've been in Phoenix for a few years now, and I've been a consistent listener on your app. Yay, love Phoenix. But I was excited to see if 890 AM would be able to make it to Phoenix, and the answer is not really. But I was able to hear Brandon's voice faintly through the static. It, this has been... <laughs> This has been a masterclass in oh, in radio waves for so many, including me, because it is it, people in. We got, we got an email from somebody in Sparks earlier in the week, Sparks, Nevada, who just wanted to check it out. Obviously, he, he listens on 104.5. But because somebody had said they got 890 all the way out to Winnemucca, he tunes in 890 and he can't get us, which makes no sense. So strange. It's all, and it's all about line of sight. With FM, it's how high the tower is. Then you get power issues. It's all gobbledygook. Sagebrush. It, it, yes, sure. Why not? Um, but you hear that, you're like, wait, I can get to Winnemucca, but I'm in Sparks and I can't get it. And then we've got people, like somebody yesterday I saw wrote in, uh, so we had somebody who lives outside of Modesto, we're loud and clear on 890, especially after the sun comes up. It's, again, it's all a weird thing. And, 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 but then, and then, and Kyle reported, uh, down in, by Lathrop. Yeah, Patterson was the, the area where I heard it, it cut out. Uh, and we were getting, we were getting emails from even further south than that, which again makes no sense, the Altamont Pass, Livermore. California, down in the the East Gay area. Bay area. Right. Wasn't that once the sun came up? Right next to where I live. I don't remember when that person wrote there in. was someone who wrote twice, or emailed twice. The first time didn't get us, and yep. then waited till the sun came up, and then they did. Exactly. So, so, but so then, weird. but then I saw an email yesterday, like from somebody in Lodi, 
who says, I can't, we're not getting anything on 890 AM. Well, what, what? How does it get to Lathrop and not load? And now this guy can at least hear the fact that, yeah, that we should be able to hear him if it wasn't all the static in Phoenix, of all places. <laughs> uh, no, that's a stupid email. I'm not going to read that. Oh, sorry, person. Uh, I don't know why. Sometimes before the show, I think, yeah, that'll, that'll work in there. That, that'll fit. And then I look at it, I go, no, that just stops the show. That's boring. <laughs> um, let's see. Andrea says, for Brian Palooza, I sort of made you guys something. Is there some sort of security clearance I need to get through to give your guys your gifts? Wait, is it half Ooh. made? Oh, sort of made, uh, yeah. Is, is it like Phyllis trying to finish those mitts she made for for uh, Steve Carell's character in The Office before he left? Yeah, or is it like, or <laughs> just it, took him half? Right, made. was all or or was all of the work done and you just like, is it? Did you color by numbers for us or something? Um, uh, well, our our security team will be there. I mean, if it's just like gift bags with stuff in it, we we have to Aww, accept those. We we don't stop everything nice. and, and open there. We don't accept food though, homemade food. There's no way to test that. No, none of us think that we're important enough to be poisoned, but there are a lot of uh, psychos out there. Uh, so food we can't accept. Uh, but anything other than that, yes, we do appreciate it. I'm not great. thinking of poison. I'm thinking of snot. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> poison's worse than snot. Yeah, and I, but I would classify snot as a form of a poison in terms of I don't want it in my system. So it's just all of it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want it. Oh, my God. I wonder what she made us. Sort of made us. Sort of made us. Sort of made us. So um, half-ass handcrafts? I like that. That's what we're going to find out. <laughs> uh, Talia wrote in uh, and said uh, she's obviously a better class of listener, watches us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Says, Rob, you look so nice in that light blue. Oh, It that's brings sweet. out your eyes, and Dawn looks so pretty with her hair down. How uh, the hell yeah. did she do that with I, her broken shoulder? Don't get me started. Okay, uh, we won't. It great. took forever. Yeah. No, it, I couldn't even, like... Uh, I couldn't even like my hair is so soft and lovely, but it's frizzy because I can only half do it. I have one of those dryers that I forgot that I had. And when I was Googling how one armed people do this, because they're amazing, <laughs> all the things they can do, can it's Google insane, everything. man. There's so many videos on it, and they make it look so easy, and they say, man, this took us forever. By the way, before uh, Dawn continues, <laughs> Dawn has two arms. She fall down, go boom, a couple weeks ago and broke her right shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I should use it as little as possible. So anyway, um, it you're never become... gonna make it 12 weeks with that attitude. <laughs> oh, 12 weeks, oh. three to four months. Yeah. Damn. No, I do. I stop myself because I don't want to be told in six weeks or how many weeks it is now, December 15th, at my appointment that I need surgery, and that's because if I would have messed it up. But I have one of those. They they had on there. They're like, oh, the the blow dryers that are a brush, a brush mm. blow dryer, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I have two of those, and I forgot all about them. So I got them and. That I half yes, that's how I half did it today. It looks great. <laughs> Gary didn't help. Is there a reason? No, he will help. He's more than happy to help. I can wake him up every morning. But you know, the guy works a lot. I want him to sleep, and I wanted to do it myself. Is there a reason you chose to do it? Is there an event or something that you're going to a lunch or no? Just, you just wanted it's just, to. The, the the ponytail that my husband put in last night fell out this morning. That sounds about right. We do our best. We really you do. You do, and it's okay. It really is. He's gotten so much better. I'm very proud of him. And I was like, you know what? It's time for my hair to be washed, and I don't want to wake him up to help put my hair up. So I'll just do this blow dry thingy. Couple of quick uh, updates. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the whole reason I read that email wasn't for that boring ass story. Um, <laughs> 
for it was uh, painful. For those of you uh, that are watching on Rad TV, there will be. I, I appreciate that you like the color. My wife loves it too. I got a few of these uh, these hoodie sweatshirts. This is a Michael Jordan one. Uh, there will be uh, a wardrobe change coming. Uh, an hour from now, I will not be wearing what? this. And Ooh. there's a whole explanation to it. It's uh, it is. He's Beyonce. It is uh, a big day. It's a big day in my life. Oh. So. Uh, we, I'll, I'll talk, in fact, I'm going to talk about the next segment if we stay on uh, schedule here. So that's coming out. You'll, you'll all hear it, but on Brad TV, you'll be able to see it as well. I right, we got a good, couple of quick updates from yesterday. Uh, we had we had some uh, disturbing starts to the uh, the food news pile. Uh, well, it wasn't disturbing for Dawn because the first one, Dawn was thrilled to hear that people that were eating cantaloupe were getting salmonella and bloody diarrhea. <laughs> no, I wasn't thrilled to hear that, hear that was happening to them. <laughs> I was thrilled that, yeah, oh, oh, no, cantaloupe's gone bad. It's always bad. Yeah. Um, and so uh, uh, there was that. And then I tried to, uh, and then, and then, oh, and then we had uh, babies are, are, were getting salmonella from dog food because there was contaminated dog food. And the, the main way people think their kids are getting it is the dog can transfer it after he eats and then he licks the baby. If the kid plays with the dog's doo doo, he could get it. That, but it's, oh. it's, it's very, very, very dangerous yeah. for, for kids. And now 22 kids across 14 states have gotten sick from lead. After consuming applesauce pouches. What? Oh, there was lead in there? The CDC has issued a health warning asking physicians to keep an eye out for lead poisonings. The USDA has recalled several brands of apple cinnamon pouches. Okay. This is where where the lead comes from. They have narrowed it down to whatever the cinnamon that, that these different companies are using. Wherever it's coming from, that's where the lead is. They're trying to track this down. Uh, but it's different brands, so it's not like one factory. It's wherever the cinnamon product is coming from. Apple cinnamon pouches from Wanabana, Wanabana, Wanabana brand, whatever. Schnuck and Weiss brand applesauce sold in-store and online are being recalled. Okay, these are only the kid pouch ones, right? These aren't yes. like the jarred ones that you eat with your um, potato pancakes or anything. Correct. No, okay, okay, That's okay, my okay. understanding. Yes, it's only the kid pouches. But how far? It's the cinnamon. So how far does that go? Is it also cinnamon that gets bottled? You know, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Before everybody starts freaking out, specific to whatever. There's something in the cinnamon derivative that they're using to make these applesauce packets across different brands, and they're trying to. What they do now is they track back to where it goes, but it's it's very specific to to creating these things. all the additives and stuff that we put in our food, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to track this stuff back. But so far, anyways, it's it's specific only to applesauce, uh, apple cinnamon pouches uh, for what, specific for kids. What'd you say happens to them with this, with the lead poisoning? Well, I mean, exposure to lead uh, can only be diagnosed through clinical testing. Short-term symptoms, headache, abdominal pain, vomiting, and anemia. And that's what's leading a lot of parents to take their, their kids Oh, in. so our parents just always thought we were sick, but it was probably from right. when we ate the pencils. Yeah, and then, well, yeah. And, and everything then, else. Eventually, they, 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 <laughs> they replaced the lead with graphite, but yes. yes. Uh, and lead exposure can oh. seriously harm a child's health long-term, including damage to the brain and nervous system. Dang. So it's nothing to screw around with. And wanted to mention that uh, as well. Oh, also wanted to mention that you guys suck. This is, the, uh, this is the only way this ever works is shame. We are very, very disappointed in you, maggots. Uh-oh. I am told that we are running extraordinarily low on canine cam videos for Rad TV. Oh, we sure shoot. are. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel towards the end of the last week, and then we got a few sneak in over the weekend, and now mm. no more canine oh. cam videos. I, I have one. I just got to remember to send it to you. Okay. I Look. feel bad because I've had it a few weeks. We took our sweet Hank, our lab, to his yearly appointment, and his vet is in high demand, and I insist on seeing her. 
And we also want to make sure his weight was good because, you know, labs can go the wrong way. And I, anyway, I got video of him there. It's not like super exciting, but he's cute. He's a dog. Look, scumbags. <laughs> oh I mean, we don't, we don't even limit it to only dogs. We put all animals up there. And all we ask you to do, get your little phone, horizontally record animals. They don't even have to be your animals. You see a goose on the side of the road. Just make, make a video for there us. There you go. All uh, the wild turkeys that are out and about. It's oh, that time of year. Oh, yeah. Come on. So, so first of all, uh, uh, no recorded canine cam for you. Brandon was nice enough to bring Walter the Hound in today. Oh. That's the only reason why I brought it in, because you all let me down. Yeah. And we don't have wait, enough wait. canine cam content, so don't, Walter's here. Don't do it for me. You, you disappointed Brandon. I mean, Brandon's the guy no one wants to hurt on this show. And you have you have, you have have tranced on his soul, and that's not nice. So get these videos. And, and, and a lot of them, Brandon, are too big sometimes to just email. So you recommend how do they deliver them? Yeah, if you have a video that's too long or too, lo too large in size, you can just send it through a third-party file-sharing app. It's like Google Drive, Apple iCloud, uh, Dropbox, things like that. That way you can get those large filed uh, large sizes of files over to us at rad at radradio.com. Uh, and the doggy union takes us seriously. I think they're going to be fining you, Brandon, because this is Walter's day off, according to the doggy union. <laughs> yeah, WAG AFTRA <laughs> is going to go on strike because we're going to have too many AI dogs on Rad TV. Uh, one other update. We got an email from Deborah after the show. Uh, we were talking in the entertainment pile uh, yesterday about uh, Brad Pitt finally acknowledging uh, that the girl he's been dating for a year is, in fact, his girlfriend. Uh, and uh, when I mentioned at the end of the announcement that Brad Pitt's 59 and that his girlfriend's 32, uh, Dawn shocked many of you by just nonchalantly saying, oh, that's fine. And I, <laughs> I, I had to stop on your behalf and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's a 27-year age difference. Yeah, but it's different. How is 59, 32 okay? And she right away offered up some sort of very similar example of like a little younger on the dude, like 53, but the girl was 25. I'm like, that's almost the exact same age difference. And she went on this diatribe about 25 versus 32, which got us to this email. From lifetime. Deborah uh, says, hey, Rob, while Dawn was making her broad sweeping statement that all women <laughs> experience dramatic growth and changes between the ages of 25 and 32. I did not say all. I made sure to not say all, honey. It occurred to me that unless I'm misremembering, you have just lived through those exact years with your wife, Christina. And I was wondering if you could offer your opinion of how different she is now than then yeah well but i i don't know how dawn meant it exactly because we always like to kind of poke at each other and have fun with this topic and, and there's always this underlying thing of you know ultimately do whatever the hell you want but the way the way i was interpreting it was the old argument of how does a 53 year old for example relate to a 25 year old and vice versa mentally and experience wise and emotionally and, and things like that and what i heard dawn saying was from 25 to 32 look as dawn said yesterday we all should be evolving all the time i'm i'm 52 i'm nothing like i was when i was 44 and i met my wife exactly um and and exactly and so we're always all all evolving but from in terms of an emotional standpoint of life experiences, 25 to 32 for both men and women to be if stereotypically, you start, you get established in your career. You probably are close to getting married if you're going to or you're in a long-term relationship. You might even start having kids or thinking about it. You may have bought a house, traditionally not right now because of the way America's working and all that. So there's a bunch of life changes that alter who you become traditionally and stereotypically. So that's that's how I took it. And so I did say to Don, I said, well, wait a minute. Why couldn't a 25-year-old be as mature as a 32-year-old because of what they've experienced? And she did say after she, – first she got all indignant like she does, and she did settle <laughs> down. And she said, well, of course it could happen. I can't think it couldn't happen. I mean, it does happen. So. Well, I've met a lot of – I mean, a lot of our nieces and godkids 
um, it, with the girls. I'm I, I, I just so impressed, and I love it with them. They're, they're far beyond most, not all, most um, girls I knew when we were that young. And I know girls sound so, because to me they're so young, but they're women. <laughs> they're women. Um, they're, but they're, women sound so old, too. <laughs> I know, but girls yeah. is like they're a little girl and they're not. They're grown mm. women. Yeah. Uh, you know, these, these, these God kids I'm talking about, even though to me they'll always be kids. But, and, and, and the way they are with their self-confidence and their body image is f- far surpasses, like, where I feel our generation was. Not that, I mean, plenty still suffer from it, but I, I've seen more than than I thought I would and it's it's so beautiful when you could come to that realization so young and that's a lot of things that change anyway for my generation I would think for as women got older they like embrace that more and it's nice to see that that's an area as you're talking about I feel a lot of them are already maturing right so couldn't you know? couldn't one of your nieces or or somebody you're thinking of who's 25 be able to relate to a 52-year-old man as much as you wouldn't like that relationship on paper not as a relation not as a romantic relationship why is that uh, no, that's disgusting. No, no, no. no. But, but they could, from a, not your judgment, from a maturity level, which is how I took the Brad Pitt comment yesterday, they could, right? I guess. Like, like, like for example. I, just, I don't like it because now right. it's, you, we're using one of you brought it up. God kids or nieces. I'm just saying. You brought it up. I, no, they need to be with people around their own age a little older. Uh, so to the, to the emailer's question, that, that uh. I, I, was, I was envisioning and trying to not make it personal like Dawn just did. <laughs> My wife, when I was giving that example, because so I was 44 and my wife was 24 when we met. She's now 32. I'm 52. So I have been almost, yes, that's right. I have, I have watched the uh, 24 to 32 years with Christina, and she has evolved, as Dawn has said. Has it been to the level of what Dawn was talking about yesterday? No, because she was fully formed when I met her because of what I was alluding to yesterday. When you graduate high school at 17 and go right into the Army at 17 with an exemption, travel the world, travel the country first, travel the world, wind up in Afghanistan for a year during a war, and you're an interrogator, you come out of that with a lot of life experience, perspective, scars and bruises emotionally, and an understanding of the world that most people, men or women, at the age of 24 don't have. That's why I've told the story a million times. We were supposed to have a one-night stand. We met because she was a listener. She was moving to Dallas uh, on, on Monday. We went out on a Friday. We both knew what was going on. And, yeah, when we saw each other, uh, we were both very attracted to one another. And I was like, well, this is going to be a great night. And then less than an hour into the, the date, all I did was take her out and get her drunk. I'm like, whoa, there's something here. And she saw the same thing. And so it, it, was, it, it was an immediate thing of this is not a 24-year-old girl that I'm just looking to bed. This is, this is something else. So she started way ahead of the field, and, and that's why, going back to Dawn's point yesterday, of course, when you, when you get through the fun part of it and you pin Dawn down, she will say, yes, there are some 25-year-olds that could, be, could relate to a 52-year-old, and that's the unfun part. Well, and I'm, I mean, yes, it's fun to do the little – well, it, 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 it's fun to do the little back and forth with it. And also, though, if in day-to-day life, if I hear that disparaging in, in, in where the girl's 25 and he's 52, I'm like, oh, God. But then I also know you got to meet him. Exactly. That's, I mean, that that's just fair. It's really rude. I know we like to do it. We're human. Just judge it on never meeting someone, <laughs> not knowing their story. You know, human nature is crazy like that. But then you get to, and there's some, I mean, our friends have dated some young girls, and it's like, oh, God, no, no. They're like the young 25, and you're just like, oh, my God. You don't want to be around it because you've been there, done that. You're like, geez, uh, 
uh, we're not related. I don't want to deal with this. Hee, hee, hee. But then there's like, then you meet somebody like, oh, wow, you're more mature than uh, our friend. And people do it across all spectrums. They hear you're, they hear you're dating a Mormon. They hear you're dating a vegan. Oh, God. <laughs> then they meet you and go, oh, wow. He's actually very nice. Let's get to WinRob's Change. We do it every morning, 6, 30, 9, 30. We start with Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Gay area. I did read uh, the first part of his email yesterday after our 9.30 guesser uh, gave an invalid guess. He had, he had written in our 9.30 contestant, might not have been a troll, but he sure was a moron. I mean, if I were oh. to decide to play a game, any game, the first thing I would do is figure out the rules and parameters of the game. And then I read Jeff's email. He was the contestant. He said, Last clue I got was clue number two, but I thought I would take my shot. So I said, is he a moron? Is he rude? Because he did take a spot. And Chris wrote in and said, after hearing Rob's question during yesterday's recap segment, I gave it some thought. In fact, I even slept on it overnight to be sure. And yep, I still think that yesterday's 930 contestant for when Rob's change was a moron. No. A nice moron. Probably a perfectly pleasant guy, but a moron. He seemed very nice. <laughs> Nonetheless, as I reflected on why I feel this way, I became present to this fact. Thinking that you can call in and play the game without having all of the clues cheapens the game. Instead of a beautifully complex challenge of logic and math, yesterday's 9.30 contestant treated it as a game of chance. Yes, and that, that's what life is. Take a chance. So, yes, Mr. Moron contestant from 9.30 yesterday, I judge you for doing that. Ugh. In any case, there are still 418 valid guesses remaining and a 0.24% odd that the next valid guess will be the correct one. To put that in perspective, it's 24 times more likely, 5.5%. That an American woman aged 45 to 64 will suffer a bone fracture this year. Great work, Dawn. <laughs> yeah. We are looking for guest number 12. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Give us the right amount and win it. Yeah. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Raina Palooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. We'll see you there, or we won't. Whatever, your loss. And now, back to Rad Radio. A couple emails, rad at radradio.com. First one is from Heath. Hi, Heath. Uh, with Bryna Palooza 2023 this Saturday in Reno, uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. All the details are at radradio.com. We had an email from a Chris uh, who wanted to know, will the roads be uh, okay? Uh, will they be icy or snowy? It'll be fine. Uh, uh, Rain isn't even predicted in Reno, a little bit in Truckee, so no issues getting over the pass. But some people took some shots at Chris because huh. it's kind of easy in this day and age to to, to know and, and, and to look it up. And, and so somebody wrote in and uh, uh, said, uh, what's the, what are the winning lottery numbers going to be? <laughs> Things like that. Now, Heath wrote in, and there is some helpful information in here, although there's some, some confusing information the way it's written. He says, good morning. I'm a truck driver baited out of Reno. Based. Baited? No, no, it's baited. B-A-D-E-D. Oh, right, based. Get, get your, getting your bait on? Yeah, I mean, based <laughs> would make sense. B-A-S-E-D. But he wrote baited. He's baited out of Reno. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Keep on trucking. Yeah. Thank you. I hope you're relieved. Uh, but here's a, uh, here's a heads up. Eastbound 80 in Truckee is closed to one lane. Oh. To almost the state line due to raid construction. Wow. They're building like a giant ant killers road. raid. No, road oh, maybe it's drug raids. It's raid. He wrote it. It's right here. I can show it to you. Either way, that's good news. To, not good news, but it's good information to have. Uh, also, uh, Mimi wrote in because we had to shame you uh, into uh, all of you into sending us more canine cams uh, for the Dogwoods Resort canine cam uh, uh, during uh, commercial breaks on Rad TV because poor Brandon, he's scraping the bottom of the barrel. And you're, just, you're not sending anything in. Come on, people. He had to force his dog, Walter, to come to work today on Poor his day off. Walter. Mimi says, please correct me if I'm wrong, and somehow missed it. 
I have sent a couple videos to Brando, shared as a Google Doc, and I never saw my doggo on the cam. Mm. Did I do it wrong? If so, I will try again and get some videos to you of our pit bull and dachshund. Yeah, go ahead and send them over. I do recall we played a video of a pit bull and a dachshund before, so it's possible that maybe you just missed it. Mm. Um, we, we do a lot of shows. We do a lot of canine cams, so you, you probably don't get to watch every minute of every show. Um, so just go ahead and send it in again. If it's a duplicate, it's fine, but uh, just, just send them my way. And make new ones while you're doing it, too. There's yeah. no reason not to. Whatever you we got, love more. email us rad at radradio.com. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in rough shore of change. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Windrops change. Call 18 to Windrops change. Hello, Kevin. Good morning, anybody. Kevin! <laughs> All right, 12th guess. Give us the right amount of money and you win it. $129.47. $129.47. Excellent guess. Legitimate guess. You lose. Oh, man. And you are going to excite Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Because we have a higher official floor now because $129.47 is too low. The correct answer is higher than $129.47. We will play again at 9.30. We just got this email from Shalina. Hey, Shalina. Says, sorry about the canine cam. I usually send in videos of my husky pups, and Aww. I apologize for dropping the ball. I'm in the middle of moving while still working 50 to 60 hours a week. Damn. And have kids sports and uh, still going on, and I just haven't had any time. Excuses, <laughs> excuses. Say the same thing. My house is in disarray from the moving prof uh, process, but I promise to get my crap together and send you in some more videos of my beautiful oh, pups. Yeah, we were I, wondering. I, I know who whose huskies these are. They're named Sir and Shiva, and they're absolutely gorgeous Aww. husky pups. But your house, you're moving from your house. We get to, we get at since we get to see all these videos that you send in, we get to get a tour of all of your homes and their house was beautiful it was all wood floors and giant windows like it was a huge house too nice. so I, i'm excited to see what new home sir, sir and shiva are going to be living in. and since they're, they're regulars sir and shiva yes we can we can judge them did they upgrade did they, yeah. or, 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 or did they go the wrong direction because it doesn't matter what we think it's their house but we but that's what we do we do oh god why why did you move out of that, that just that. hope you're happy wherever you're moving oh sure i hope that too yeah. but but <laughs> then we all get to go how can you be happy in that when you were in that oh, Oh my right? gosh! Uh, so that's all uh, part of a Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Where today at 10 a.m. it's the Mix Picks podcast. Steve Mickelson and I will be back to get ooh, deep into ooh. sports, uh, sports uh, betting, and more. Uh, lot to talk about today. Uh, a, a game that Sacramento Kings fans always circle every time. Every time it comes up during the season, Kings play the Lakers tonight. Yeah. The Kings fans will will all Lakers fans. They're like whatever. Kings fans. <laughs> will care about this game in perpetuity oh, until no. they finally knock the the Lakers out of their uh, uh, opportunity to go to a championship like the Lakers did over 20 years ago, and a lot of Kings fans feel it was stolen from them. So it's it always, was. always a big game. <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll look at the Wait, NBA. how long ago did they, you say? 20? 20? Yeah, 2002, 2003 season, and that was when the ref was uh, later. So um, we, 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 we as Kings fans found out that the refs were – 
in fact, um, changing the game. They they were cheating. I remember I, the reason I remember this is because one of our nieces, like you know how they do graduations for everything. I think it was eighth grade from her Catholic school. But anyway, everyone found out I was coming up from Sacramento, and you know because they had friends there, and they all were like, hey, hey, "Lakers." I'm like, I. I don't care. Yeah, and, and I mean, like they thought they were getting at me, but I'm like, I, I, I don't even watch basketball. Sports fans never forget <laughs> things like that and rivalries like that. I mean, the Raider fans still hate Tom Brady and the Patriots because of what is now known as the Tuck Rule. That was 20 years ago as well. <laughs> yeah. So with basketball tonight and uh, mixed picks coming on this after the live show at 10 a.m., um, are you guys going to be discussing the new basketball tournament and yes. the brackets and everything? Okay, yes. cool. Because I don't understand it. Oh, all right. Uh, I, 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 mean, I, I hope Steve does, because that's basically going to be the question. I'm just going to put him on the spot. Can you explain this to me? So I we're going to get that into that. March Madness. She did the brackets. That's college. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just stay out of it, honey. Uh, best, I, the, the happiest guy in America today is Al Michaels. The best Thursday night football game of the year is tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Ravens and Bengals. There's a lot going on in college to talk about. College football, not basketball, Don. Between Jimbo Fisher, uh, Jim Harbaugh, rumors of Deion Sanders and where he's already maybe going. Uh, Aaron Rodgers says he could be back playing in the NFL uh, in a month, even though he was supposed to be out for the season. Uh, we'll talk about Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots, maybe. The oh. Raiders going to the playoffs. Bears. Niners. And I hope we have time to get to a, a, a fantastically stupid sports fan uh, Super Bowl conspiracy theory. So that's uh, at uh, 10 a.m. on uh, Rad TV. You can watch or listen live at members.radradio.com. It becomes a podcast tomorrow, and it leads us into a quick update from the International Federation of Sports. You can see all the rules for being a sports fan online at Rob Arnie, uh, Rob Anybody and Don. By a DJ. <laughs> uh, they are uh, the rules for being a fan uh, that, that were written a long time ago, and they've been massaged and updated. We do this. There, there are things. You evolve. You change rules and things like that. They're still dumb. And, uh, uh, yes, Don doesn't believe that you should be loyal and committed to something, that you should truly give your all. Don, Don actually uh, has a, a – you can't see it on Rad TV, but there's a banner – I love divorce. <laughs> oh my God! Behind no. on. How does divorce have to do with sports? Because the only thing more or less important, or the only thing more important than marriage is sports, because it's the <laughs> ultimate commitment. Sports, sports is about committing yourself to something, and think about think about the analogy between sports, being a sports fan, and being married. You commit yourself. You give your all to something that endlessly lets you down. Oh no! Oh no! But but it also. It also lifts you up so much when it's good. It is, and and that's why you never leave unless you're Dawn, because you know Dawn. Like, eh, whatever. So, oh gosh, I I have made a life-altering decision, not about my marriage, about sports. So I had to go to radradio.com and go to the IFSF rules and make sure I was abiding by the rules because I don't have them memorized. I kind of have the idea. Can't you just change it for your benefit since you uh, are the ISFFF, whatever it is? That's why I am. What is <laughs> that it? was funny, Brandon. <laughs> that's why I am the commissioner, not Kyle. That would be a Kyle move. What? Well, <laughs> I'm breaking all the rules today. I ain't going to alter. You don't even follow the rules. You no, don't have to. You're the son I of don't. a military that's member. That's right. right. Yeah. That's why I've got the Cowboys baseball jersey. You get all the outs. So, so, and that's because uh, the military fights for our right to have stupid conversations like this. The rules are all posted there. <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't. I don't just change rules because I can to fit what I want. That that would be that would be that's I would I would I would have to then 
excommunicate myself as the commissioner, and there would be no commissioner. That's part of the power. No, I don't do it for that. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I know most people in America do. I don't. So I, I, I went in. Now, there's some that don't apply, obviously, to my, my decision. Uh, obviously, you know, girls don't matter. That doesn't have anything to do with my decision. I'm that, not a that, girl. That's just in general, right? Not even with sports. <laughs> well, this is specifically about sports, so okay, oh, let's just keep it focused. <laughs> Uh, there's a paragraph, there's a rule about minor league teams and colleges. I'm not, um, it's nothing about that that I'm thinking. Uh, there's a paragraph about how winning is the only thing that matters. That always stands, but that has nothing to do with my, my decision. Uh, there's a paragraph about how there are only four actual sports, football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. Everything else is a game. We don't care who your favorite golfer is, why you like NASCAR, or who the number one seed in tennis is, and soccer is irrelevant, so that, that doesn't apply. And then there's the military exemption. None of that uh, applies to me because, well, my, grand, my, my father did serve. I don't use that. And my wife, for God's sakes, is a veteran. I don't use any of that. I still want to abide by that. I have to set the standard. I have to set the example as the commissioner. So as I'm going through uh, the uh, the list, um, I got I got to I'm going I'm going out of order here because I I I I got I got through here the uh, the 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 way you choose your sports teams originally is if you grow up in an area with major sports teams those are your teams. So like I grew up in the gay area, Bay Area, which means that I had to choose and you have to choose Raiders or 49ers. Raiders. Giants or A's. You can't choose them both. You can't choose them all. Giants. You, you, you have to pick one. And, and so as a, as a young child, I chose the 49ers, which was a, a wonderful piece of news to my next-door neighbor, Marv Hubbard, who was the running back for the Oakland Raiders at the time. <laughs> so I am a 49ers fan. Uh, and I chose the Oakland A's. And I am still an Oakland A's fan. Although, wow, talk although about loyalty, uh, I, I, although they, I don't spend as much time with them, but I am still an A's fan. Although they are leaving for Las Vegas, which gives me an out when we get later uh, on into the rules. Uh, so that, so that's how mine works. Now, if you, if you, if you don't have uh, a team, or if you, if you don't, rather, if you, if you grow up in a barren wasteland where you don't have a team, because if you grow up in a te- an area that has a team, like if you grow up in Sacramento, you technically don't have a team other than a basketball team. Because the Bay Area does not count. I know a lot of us, a lot of Sacramentans pick the Bay Area. Oh, wait. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's awful. Like, you have to choose the Kings if you're born here. If you're There's a, nothing if you're a wrong with that. Fan. If you're a basketball fan, not yeah. A absolutely. Whoa. thing wrong with that, and, 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 that is so. That's so sad. And that's why, that's why it's so pathetic. And I have, I have hated uh. Sacramento Kings fans for 20 years because it's so pathetic that, they, that so many of them jumped ship as soon as the Kings started getting bad thanks to the Magoof brothers and became warrior fans. No. Yep. Oh, they're, they're all coming back now. Yeah, isn't that nice? No. The Bay Area the Bay Area is not your, your domain. So if you grow up in Sacramento, for example, or South Dakota, the next thing you do is you revert to your father's favorite sports teams. Uh, and, and, and then there's other rules about if your dad doesn't have a team or, or whatever. Do I have that? Yeah, if your father doesn't have a team or was absent because you were a rotten kid. <laughs> Then you are free, this is when you're growing up, to choose any team anywhere, but you are then committed to those teams for life. So you grow up in South Dakota, there's no team, your dad went out to get milk and he never came back, and you decide, all right, I'm going to be a Miami Dolphins fan. Then you're a Dolphins fan for the rest of your life. Doesn't matter if you move to Boston, you're not now a Patriots fan. But, but. What if you never bought any apparel or logos? Well, then you're not a fan. Then you're not really the fan, and you can right. change your team. Right, because that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. You walking around saying you're a fan is lame. Okay, you're not a fan. You're not you're not you're not you don't even have a hat. You don't have a shirt. 
You don't have a bumper sticker from your team, right? Yeah, because that's cheap, right? Or a pen. Yeah, yes, yes, it's yes. It doesn't. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars like I do on on apparel and such. But you have to. You have to show it's. I know there are exceptions to this. I do. There are legitimate exceptions. A couple of my friends that have been married forever have reasons why. But other than an exception, that's why you wear a wedding ring to show that you're committed. Yes. Okay. So that's why you have to have apparel, which actually got me to uh, realizing something that has to be evolved on our list of rules, which leads me to my life-altering decision. As I was going through uh, the apparel rules, in fact, uh, forgive me, these are slightly out of order, because I, uh, I got to the line of, okay, uh, once you put on a team's hat, you are that team's fan, period. No wearing of apparel of any other team other than your team in any given sport is allowed, right? I mean, if you're a 49er fan, you don't wear, and that includes, like, if you're a 49er fan for life like I am, you're never going to see me in a Joe Montana, Kansas City Chiefs jersey because that's where he ended his career. No, not allowed. colors, kind of. I don't care. That is irrelevant. The, the French flag is red, white, and blue. Does that Okay, well, I guess they're American. No. <laughs> exactly. Also, uh, apparel part two, you never, never, never may wear clothing not representative of conditions and loyalties. And that's the Joe Montana uh, example. Also, attending a baseball game wearing a hockey jersey. You're an idiot. You sh- that, that is that is oh, the IFSF says that is cause for castration. Uh, whoa! And then I got to part three of apparel. Says it is never acceptable to wear team apparel outside of the realm of your team's colors: pink Yankee hats, blue Packer hats, green 49er jerseys, and on and on and on it goes. And I realized, no, we've evolved past this. Yeah. It was so stupid in the beginning, and and and, and I don't know if we all just gave up, or if we all gave in, or if we all went. Actually, and this isn't that big a deal. Right, it actually looks kind of cool, like the so, camo ones. Mm-hmm. We have to get rid of that. We're gonna we're gonna replace that rule. Brand, Brandon, I'll be sending you an email after I make this announcement. Okay, so very can, official. So that we can make these changes to the <laughs> IFSF uh, website, um, because nowhere in the rules does it address where I'm at in life. We don't have a rule for growing up and not being a fan of a sport, let alone a team. And then evolving as a human, as we all do, and deciding, wait a minute, I'm really into this sport now. Now I got to pick a team. Oh. So, if you discover later in life, and later in life is any time after the age of eight, <laughs> that you are becoming a fan of a sport and/or team that you had never previously showed an interest in, the process is as follows: If you become a fan of a sport because a team suddenly arrives in your area and you find yourself drawn to the excitement, you may become a fan of that team and that team only. For example, you live in Las Vegas, and you never liked hockey. You never, you just never watched it. No big deal. And you're 30 years old, and the Golden Knights show up. And you go, whoa, this is kind of cool. Maybe you can go to a game. You go, this is so exciting. Yeah. You can become a hockey fan, but I don't, I don't care if you're from Detroit. You're not a Red Wings fan. You're a Golden Knights fan. Because they're the ones that made you a fan of the game, and they're the ones that brought you the sport. So you must become a Golden Knights fan. Oh, I like I like this. Conversely, perhaps for whatever reason, having never been much of a basketball fan, you find yourself watching more and more of the game. You're just in a city and you're just watching more and more of the game. For like I have as I mentioned, I've 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 soured on baseball. It's it's I still watch it now and then. I always watch the playoffs in the World Series, but they've changed the game and there's so much about it and my Oakland A's do suck. Um <laughs> And they're, they're moving to Las Vegas, so I, I could abandon the A's. I have not made that decision yet. First of all, they haven't left yet. 
Uh, who the baseball team I'm going to be a fan of? That'll be after they actually uh, Ooh, go to is, Las Vegas. Is it a possibility? It, it, it may change. Everything's possible after you hear this announcement. Okay. <laughs> like, like I said, this is life altering for me. Oh boy. Um, and so there's a vacuum that needs to be filled by my lack of love for baseball. I'm I obviously I'm already obsessed with the NFL. I am watching more college football. Um, but I've noticed that I've been gravitating towards a sport that. I never really watched other than the postseason, like hockey, for example. I I, I only like hockey live. It's the one oh, sport yes. that I like live as, so a, as opposed to on TV. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I do watch hockey for the playoffs and the Stanley Cup finals. But through the season, I'm like, yeah, whatever, unless somebody tells me there's a certain game or something. But I have been watching more and more basketball yeah. the last couple of years. And um, – and enjoying it. Basketball used to be the same thing as hockey. Whatever, don't care. And then the playoffs and the, the finals. But the last few years, I've been watching more and more basketball and getting into it. It, it was always intimidating to me about the rules and, and how everything works. And I'm starting to learn about it. I'm getting more and more into it. And so I had to do an integrity test to determine if I was wanting to become a fan. of, of and so Because you have options as an adult. Remember in the first one, you were never a fan of a sport. And you didn't have any access to anybody, and then all of a sudden the Golden Knights show up. Because you're in Vegas, you don't have any teams, and then all of a sudden, okay, well, that's not me. I grew up in the gay area. Bay Area. I did go to Warrior games, but I was never a fan. I, I, if that was an experiential thing. My dad would take me to a couple games. Yeah. Um, and I, I, whatever, basketball. Blah. That's my pops' team, because he grew up in Oakland. And and so, I I mean, I, I, I could easily make the case to be drawn towards... The Golden State Warriors, or whatever they're called now. They're, they're, still, they're still the Golden oh, State right. Warriors. They just moved to San Francisco. Sorry. My brain's just working too fast here because I'm so excited <laughs> about this announcement. Oh, God. Um, now, remember, we have talked before. If I, it, I have rooted for the Los Angeles Lakers over the years. That was a result of me living in L.A. for a year, commuting back and forth when I was starting my radio career. I went to a couple games, and I've just always liked the Lakers uh, from the Magic Johnson years and then, obviously, the Kobe years. Uh, I never bought any apparel. And going to a game doesn't make you a fan. Uh, so I, I thought, well, I mean, I could make a case for that, you know, as a as a as a grown-up. Sure. But I realized that my integrity had taken over. Oh God, who are you choosing? You're gonna be a Kings fan, aren't you? No, and, please, yeah, come on. No, no, and, don't say it so. And I realized that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh God. Wait a minute. I'm actually really drawn to this team, this coach, and the organization now. And so. Oh God, no! I, and and and, yes. and and oh God! I have the receipt. This was purchased before the season, and I was already leaning that way. But because of timing, I wasn't able to do the announcement uh, on the air. But I am now officially a Sacramento. Yeah! And like the beam, baby, let's go! It. I'm not no. quite to the beam thing yet. Oh come on, you'll get there. No, oh. you don't have to be a fan of the beam to be a fan of the king. You like the beam when they win. No, they. You don't no. have to. No, you don't have to. That's, if that is you like true. the beam, you're not a Kings fan. You, you don't. Well, that's ridiculous. I don't um, care. Isn't sports ridiculous? Sports talk. Just like marriage, ridiculous. <laughs> um, but sports talk is ridiculous. You, you, you like. You don't have to wear a cheese head uh, to be a Packers fan. You can. You don't have to like the beam. I, I'm still having issues with the beam, but whatever. Uh, but I, 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 re I realized as I was thinking about this, why, why, why? So when we got to Sacramento, it was right when the Kings were getting really good the first time at the turn of the century, and the fans were awful. I hated them. So obnoxious. Came out of everywhere, and, and and then like the rats that they are, they scurried away a few years ago. <laughs> and I and I took that out on the Kings. In addition to the fact of how much I hated the Magoof brothers, I I sat courtside with them when they owned uh, the, the 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 Sacramento Kings. They were jerks. 
uh, and then they and they were listeners of our show and they were jerks. And then they went on to completely destroy the Kings intentionally and the Monarchs intentionally so that they could sell the team. And that whole time I was like, screw the Kings, screw the Kings. Yeah. And, and then I realized, wait a minute, this new owner whose name I can't pronounce, he's pretty goddamn cool. And he's invested in this team. And they built they built the Golden One Center. They've got these amazing players. And Mike Brown, the head coach, I love this guy. I, and I realized, oh, my God, I'm becoming a fan of this entire organization. Oh, yes. And I'm watching the games more. Uh, and, and then when, when De'Aaron Fox went out this year at the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, and I went, wait a minute, that hurts me? I'm hurt? <laughs> and yeah. then, when, then when De'Aaron Fox came back on Monday and then when I went, yes, De'Aaron Fox. I'm like, what is happening to me? Uh, I'm like, this is like, it's like the end of the Grinch. When, when he's feeling, when he's caring, when Jim Carrey goes, I can't, that's, that's what's happening to me. I love it. I'm oh. having a very selfish moment because now I get to hear this garbage at work between you and Kyle. Yes! And then my husband grew up here, he was born here, so obviously he does things right even before there was this dumb IFS list. So he's been a Kings fan. And, I, I, and he I, and Pops will always watch, and oh, when it's the Kings and Warriors, oh, watch out. And by the way, I've, I have already done the, the, uh, the, the, the second integrity test because... It's easy. It's easy to to claim that the, oh how convenient now that the Kings are, are winning. It, you're right. You're right. Uh, it, <laughs> the beginning of the season. That's a good timing though. <laughs> but and that's that's why I bought this before the season, mm -hmm. so that yes they were good last year, but the people would see was already here because who knows maybe the, and this was the, was the test I did. Ugh. How will I feel if they if they wind up sucking this year because they're supposed to be really good. I'll feel fine. I'll still support them. I'll, I'll, I don't believe Mike Brown will let that happen. Well, yeah, listen once you have chosen them and you already know this but for everyone else out there right it doesn't matter how much they could suck for the next 30 years it doesn't matter you I'm, have to I'm, stay a fan i'm committed i'm yeah, committed. Exactly. Look, i've lived in sacramento longer than i lived anywhere else lived in the gay area for uh area. 18 years lived in uh, northern nevada and south lake Tahoe for a combined 10 years and sacramento for 25 years i had to choose the kings and i did naturally Ugh. i didn't have to think about it this is such a sad day that's no it's not that's oh what integrity looks now like now you and my kids. husband can go to games woo woo yes and i have an in for that oh, too man. Uh, we're gonna play treble trouble right now more on all this by the way during the mixed picks uh podcast today at uh, 10 a.m on rad tv at members.radradio.com well uh, we're gonna play uh, treble trouble right now we got a 100 dollars visa gift card we'll give you a three second song clip you give us the title and you win caller 18 guesses first then 19 then 20 and if nobody knows the song title <laughs> Drop what's everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for treble. Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Yes, literally every break, all you're going to hear about is brine this, brine that. Deal with it. Get your brine and details about Brine of Palooza 2023 online at radradio.com. Got a few follow-up emails, RAD at radradio.com. We checked in with the IFSF, the International Federation of Sports Fans. We were talking about choosing a team, and uh, Peter wrote in with a question, but the premise of his question is incorrect. Sometimes things move too fast, including my mouth, so maybe he just uh, kind of got the words confused. Says, Rob, in your example of having to become a Golden Knights fan because you went to their game, what if you liked the opponent better so you become a fan of the opponent rather than the home team? That's not the premise. The premise was you're living in Las Vegas, you're not a hockey fan at all. And then the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights show up, and you go to a game, and you enjoy hockey. And you go, oh, wow, I'm going to start watching more hockey. And you watch more hockey, you watch more hockey. You don't choose the Golden Knights because you went to their game. That doesn't make you a fan. You choose the Golden Knights in that example because you were never a fan of anyone, and they are the ones that brought you the sport. 
and they are the ones that made you a fan, so you have to become a Golden Knights fan. I don't care if you were born in, in, uh, in Pittsburgh. You're not a Penguins fan because you never cared. Now you care, and you care because of the Golden Knights. So that's why you have to become a Golden Knights fan in that example. So uh, this is why uh, another reason I'm so happy about your rules with the girls. We could do whatever. Because the Sharks, because my husband's a fan of the Sharks, again, grew up in this area. And that's what got me into hockey, going to live games with him. They were the team we always saw. But mm, I've switched the Arizona Coyotes because we've gone to so many of their games during the holiday seasons while we're in Arizona. But I can do that. I can so I can actually kind of have both if I want. And then when the Coyotes move <laughs> to like Memphis or wherever they wind up because they're leaving Arizona, you can dump them and you can just or you can keep following. Them. You have three teams. Yeah, Tennessee's great. That's a great state. Um, this is from uh, Robert. Hey, Robert says uh, I, have, I have I have publicly professed uh, my uh, my I am officially a Sacramento Kings fan. I I never really cared about basketball. I've been getting into it more and more and more over the last few years. Uh, and 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 I love Mike Brown the coach and I love the org. There there are by the way, there are boring behind the scenes reasons too. I've been doing a lot more work with the Kings organization through uh, our new uh, Sacramento radio stations, 104.7 FM and 890 AM. Also uh, um, through uh, uh, Matt and uh, Tahoe Blue Vodka, I've gotten to know some of the – and they're just – they're a really good group of people, and I've really enjoyed working with them. And that all kind of just ties it in. No, oh, well, good for you. Yes, yes. Don's very upset that there are really good people in an organization and that I have some joy over another sport. Uh, Robert says, today is a sad day. No, it's not. I understand you want to be a fan. Uh, Robert, by the way, he's a Warriors fan. He's a lifelong Warriors no. fan. Says, I understand you want to be a fan of the team. Just don't ever be a fan of the beam. That is the stupidest uh, thing yeah. ever. It's so dumb. It's such an embarrassment. Yeah. No. I'm not. You should work on getting that, you know, replaced with something else. No, I want to light the beam one day. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not embracing the beam yet. Give but. the beam to Kyle. He can shoot yes. it from his house. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> Edgar says, welcome to the beam team. I knew you were going to give in. Okay. Uh, Matt says, because on the issue of, oh, well, isn't it convenient? You know, they're really good, right? And you can make, look, you can make that argument. I, I will take that because it doesn't matter how things are when they're good. Again, back to the marriage example. It matters how loyal you are when things are bad. Yeah, and yeah. the Kings will be bad again. Look, I lived through a decade of the Niners being the worst team in the NFL, and Ugh. I never wavered. And the Kings will be bad again, and I won't go anywhere, and you'll see that. Hey, you've shown your loyalty because you're an A's fan. Thank you for that point. I mean, good <laughs> and God. Matt has an even bigger point. Rob, it's okay if you don't really like them when they suck. No, it's not, but I'll take the premise because most of Sacramento <laughs> sucks too. Right, But and I've lived here for 25 years through that. So do you have a favorite player? <gasps> I, it's so easy to pick Darian, and I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, oh. see, I'm, I'm still getting to know the, the, the players so much because the goddamn beam is what it, this is what we were talking about last season. The beam takes over, and the players don't get the uh, the credit that they deserve. I just feel abandoned because you never really cared for basketball. Uh, and, and I hate it. Uh, and now, I, now, you, now you're all about it, which fine. I get it. We evolve. We start to like things we didn't like before. And, and that it, can happen in life. And it is helped by the fact that we're doing the Mixed Picks uh, podcast every Wednesday at 10 a.m. <laughs> that I, I get more and more more into basketball. It won't be football season forever. Uh, so it's all it's all helping. Does Steve have a basketball team? I've never known this. I don't know if he has a team or not. But I mean, he knows all about it, but I don't know if yeah. he roots. I'll ask him today on the podcast, 10 a.m. on Rad TV <laughs> at members.radradio.com. And Nicole Rodan watches us on Rad TV uh, and says, uh, why is there a huge red I love divorce text on the screen when it's just showing Dawn's camera? <laughs> no, Did I miss something? That's Dawn's banner. Yeah, that's her, that's her premise. Get that away from me! <laughs> you should take it down. <laughs> Yeah, root for whoever you want. Whatever. He requested to have it cemented to the wall. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh,
We've got a $100 Visa <laughs> gift card, caller 18. Hello, Mario. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's a you, a Mario. <laughs> Tanya, you're caller 19. Good morning. 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 And Natalie, you're caller 20. Hey. 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 We're looking for a hip-hop song from 1991. What is the title of that 1991 song? Mario. Uh, I'm hoping to give others contestants some time. Did he start giving a speech? I, I just want to give it to another. <laughs> Tanya, do you know the name of the song? Good Vibrations. Yeah! 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 AKA my vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. 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 We won. Man. Oh, my gosh. You win. Marky Mark, now known as Mark Wahlberg, and the Funky Bunch and Good Vibration. Good vibration. Oh, that's not Marky Mark singing the high part? No. Oh. the at us. I don't know her last name. It's hard to say. Jesus just sounded drunk for a minute there. Nobody at that time in the early 90s ever would have imagined that Mark Wahlberg would become Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Either way, we got to more. Not even Mark Wahlberg. No. A couple more follow-up emails. Corey wrote in and said, so proud of you, Mr. Williams, for coming out and honored to hear this from you over the radio on becoming a Sacramento Kings fan. Uh, Congratulations to Kyle for having a beam friend now. Oh, God. Yes. Ooh, you guys can cross beams. Oh, you're beam mm-hmm. buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you can have I, a beam fight. I'm, I'm still resistant <laughs> to the beam, but we got to get you a beam light like like producer Nick got me. Cuz you don't you know again, the, the ultimate example, you don't have to wear a cheese if head you if you're a Packer fan. Ever but. walk in here? I will know it's end times if you say, oh, my God, the beam, it's amazing. I think it I'm going to light the beam tonight. They've asked me to light it. Can they I will. Wait? Well, okay, hold on. If the Sacramento Kings asked me to light the beam, of course I would say yes. That's ridiculous. You're not going to miss out on the opportunity to do that, to get exposure for the show. I know that you hate our show, and you don't want any advertising for it whatsoever, and we don't really need it. But it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I would make sure that Kyle was with me because yes. he would actually enjoy. In fact, I would uh-huh. I would go on the floor with Kyle and let him light the beam because it means more to him, at least as of right well, now. Well, you're the big bottle. You can touch the button, too. That is that is separate than saying you love the beam. I didn't say that. I say, No, I'm saying I will know the world has ended if you walk in here and say you love right, the beam. Right, but then you went to the example of me lighting I, the beam. Then I went too far as I do. Yes. Uh, on the issue of... Uh, of uh, uh, Oh, isn't this convenient? The Sacramento Kings are good. And after 25 years, well, first of all, let me remind you, the Kings were amazing when we first moved here. They were. So if I was just going to jump on the bandwagon, I could have done it in, in 1999, 2001, whatever. Uh, and I didn't do it. But then it, it's it's all about what happens when they do get bad. And Don Brandel wrote in and said, Don had the ultimate mic drop to point out about Rob still being an A's fan. Yeah, thank you. And and that decade of the Niners in the in the early aughts of never wavering from them. Are you gonna fly a king's flag at your house? <laughs> well, that's a that's a marital decision. And, and, do you do that? Do you no. fly sports? No, flags? and in fact, now that you said that, no, I don't do that you with, don't the, do, with yeah, the, okay. the Niners or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most we do is is like, like like when the Niners and the Cowboys play. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and then the last uh, two seasons where the Niners knocked the uh, Cowboys out of the playoffs because uh, yeah. my wife's from Dallas and she's a Cowboy fan. We'll do, like, balloons 
and 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 little things for the day. But that that no, we don't do the flags or anything. So tell me if I'm being a little silly um, or, uh, or uptight. In our neighborhood, I love this part. Like tons of people all around the whole neighborhood will fly the American flag. But some of them during sports season, their flag comes down and their football flag comes up. It like replaces the American flag. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's their house, and and they're just trying to but shouldn't you just show their loyalty. Both of them. Why no. are you gonna take the American flag down? Because it doesn't affect America in any way, and they, and that's not how they feel. Yes, you're being an ass. You, you know, what? and I don't care. Good, own it. <laughs> uh, just create your little list. You know, rules for being a great American. <laughs> oh, no one will care about that page. Uh, Bradley wrote in uh, with a quick question. So we were talking about being a sports fan again. The Mixed Picks podcast is on Rad TV at 10 a.m. at members.radradio.com. Uh, says, Rob, I've been a commissioner. No, I've been a fan. Sorry. <laughs> I've been a Niners fan my whole life because my dad was. We moved all over due to my dad being in the Air Force. I now live an hour east of Kansas City. My question is, does my son have to be a Chiefs fan or can he be a Niners fan? He's got he's to be a Chiefs fan because you're, <laughs> you're, you're in Kansas City. Well, I thought he could be whatever he wants because the family's military. It's, isn't it only direct relationship? I'd have to double check the rules. I thought it was like one one removed. So you're not. So it, it, his dad would have to be as well. I believe so. I'm, I'm not sure. I'd have to double check the, mm. uh, the the rules on that. If, if all things being equal, he would have to be a Chiefs fan. But Don may be right on that. Uh, Shalina wrote in. Uh, she's the one with the Huskies. What are their names? Sir and Shiva. Uh, because uh, uh, Brandon is devastated by your lack of loyalty. You're not sending enough canine cam videos for Rad TV. <laughs> they they sure have been delivering though. Oh, We've got good. a ton. Good, good. Oh, yay. See, like but we I, need more. Shame works. This is this is how we do it. <laughs> I, I I I'm sorry that this is the abusive relationship that we are in, but this is the only way I can get you guys to do things is to shame you and tell you that you disappointed us and you have because we need your videos horizontally recorded. Email us rad at radradio.com, and they don't even just have to be dogs because we're so ridiculous around here. Well, the world needs these. I mean, yes. they're happy. Right. Yeah. And I need ferret videos. There you go. There's a request. Anybody who has ferrets. Please. Uh, but uh, Shalina, is, uh, she wrote in, and she said, oh, we're regulars, and, and I usually send in my huskies, but we've been moving um, and other things going on. And then Brandon pointed out that that you have noticed, because this is what happens, especially, especially once the dogs have been featured you know, our, our dogs uh, at Williams Manor, Scout and Sarge, are featured regularly. And after a while, well, yes, they bring happiness and joy, but it's also like it's the same thing. They're, they're turning into sea lions and they're resting. <laughs> so you start to notice more of the house. And, yeah. and, and, you get, and, and Brandon, you have noticed that Shalina has a lovely home. It was a beautiful home. It looked like it was set back in the woods somewhere. It was very, very moody. I, I wanted to live in that house. Aww. And so, you know, I, so I said, well, great. This is an added bonus the next time Shalina sends in videos. Because now we get to judge her on the new house. I'm oh sure it is in this gorgeous house. Did she upgrade? Yeah. It's not the house. Did she go the it's wrong way? in the house that makes it a home. Oh, they had a giant TV, too. Uh, it was probably like over it, 80 inches. Yeah, and, and yes, that's what makes it a home, but does it make it a nice house? That's that's the structuring of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we don't care. Uh, everybody, that's what we do in this country. We judge for no reason. We leap to conclusions. We we insist that what we like is what other people must like. I just don't care where people live. Well, well th- That's why well, we had shows like MTV yeah. Cribs. Yeah, right. Oh, exactly. We're obsessed with seeing yeah. what people have inside their homes. I'm on an island. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, and aren't Shut you great? Up. Aren't you great? It by the way, doesn't make me great. Uh, no, it does not oh. make me great. It makes me different. And I could we find all like different things. I could find an example if you give me time of well, oh, this person lives here or like this, and you'd be like, oh, well, then never mind. I'm sure you could. We all have our lines. We do. What if they showed like Garth Brooks's house? Would you go? Ooh. Would you watch that one? I do Ooh. like to see where my country stars live. Yeah, so be kind I, of... I like to see their property. Right. A lot of times, right? Like, and and their, and their barns and just all their setup for their <laughs> animals. Honestly, I do. I love Miranda Lambert when she will 
because she, first of all, she rescues, has her own rescue, and so she always has a ton of dogs, and they're so cute. Then her horses and just everything. I love seeing the property. I have no idea what her house is like. And if Miranda Lambert moved, let's say you saw her, her house or whatever, and she moved into a high-rise in the middle oh, of Manhattan, why? there it is. There it is. Why? Why would you give? Oh, my God. Poser. <laughs> and that's what we're all going to do to Shalina. <laughs> Didn't take me long to do that example, did it? That's a lifestyle. That's a way of life living. This is all the same thing. We're going to look at Shalina and the way that's, the way you're living has to do with how big your house, the way you're decorating, things like that. It's all the same thing. Yeah. You can try to rationalize it all you want, honey. I'm admiring land. We have to, So? So admiring land is better than admiring art? Yeah, it's not a material possession. It's land. Says you. That's what I mean. <laughs> Everyone in society has their things and their judgments. And their, Fine. You know, I don't care if people uh, Yes, you do. We all do. And this is what we do. So, Shalina wrote in and said, thank you for the comments about my house. It is a beautiful home, but the upkeep on a house that big with the tall ceilings and the pool is just too much. So we are downsizing from 4,200 square feet. That's already downsized. Anyways, oh, Jesus. To a smaller 2,500 square foot home Damn. that is actually just next door to our old home. Oh, kind God. Of. Oh, my God. That's Good. an easy move. I say kind of because we live on a 550-acre walnut ranch, so it's Whoa. next door but oh, still far away. I wow. love that. They are both beautiful old ranch homes, which you will see when I send in my next video. Yeah, wait, good for you. And and maybe superimpose on her next video that that this is a smaller home. This is a this is a tiny home. It's a mini home. I want to see the property (laughs) compared to the other one. Yeah, take some video of the huskies running around on the property. Yeah, yes, please. About the house. Please at least get some animals in there so that it it qualifies (laughs) for. Or the canine cam. There might be some insects on those trees. <laughs> get a close-up. You got to get a close-up. We have to see animals to, to feature you oh, uh, on the uh, the canine cam. And, and look, this whole little thing that we've just done, this goes back to uh, uh, what we talk about all the time. For those of you that have sent in canine cam videos that, and you're like, oh, my God, people. Do- yes, people are constantly judging you and talking about you, and you never know it. We talk about this all the time. You're out in public. You're You're alone. You're with your significant other or whatever. You're just walking around, you're buying produce, whatever, you're shopping. Yes, someone, maybe many people, are looking at you or, or both of you, and they're making a judgment. They're going, ew. Or, they, or, or maybe it's a positive judgment, like, what a beautiful couple. And you never know it. People are always doing this. So, yes, those of you that send in videos, people are looking. They don't know you, but they're going, ew, that house is messy. Own it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. That, what, what is that saying? I wonder if it, I always forget if it's... What other people think of you is none of your business, or what other people say about you is none of your business. Either Both. one is perfect, because then you, you won't care, whatever. Um, uh, let's see, uh, another email about uh, declaring myself a Sacramento Kings fan. By the way, big game tonight against the Lakers in L.A. It's on ESPN at 7 o'clock. Woot, woot. Yes. More on that on uh, the Mixed Picks podcast at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Says, Rob, you talked about how stupid the beam was last season and how happy Kyle Loves it. I love the beam. God damn. How happy. happy. Oh, how, how, I don't know what that meant. It makes ha- Kyle he, happy. Okay, yeah, that's what uh. I think he meant. Or is he nicknaming <laughs> Kyle Happy Kyle? I am happy Kyle. So you want to push a fake button to which they walkie-talkie to someone to push another button to turn the light on. Right. That is how the beam works. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not a real button. There's just an app. It's connected by Bluetooth. And you just go boop. Remember the story last year? The guy that was that actually threw the switch. He 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 put out that he put that truth out on social media, and he got mm-hmm. fired because he yeah. revealed it because people actually thought the the button worked. Okay, I I might be interjecting too soon on this email, but you could be a fan of the Kings and hate the Beam. No, it doesn't mean you're automatically a fan of the Beam. True. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, 
Yeah, I mean, I yes, you can think it's stupid. We we talked about this last year when the beam started to become prevalent when the Kings became a national story. Be, you, there are so many things that sports teams do that as a fan, you can go, I'm not doing that. I, I don't do the wave when I go to sporting events. That's stupid. And oh, the, the wave's fun. The wave, see, you're not a sports fan. <laughs> oh. There is no perfect example. NFL's doing the stupid thing where they play games in Europe, and last weekend they were in Germany. Sure enough, and the, the announcers started clowning them immediately because Europeans don't really care about football. That's why the stadium's half full. They start doing the wave because they don't understand what sports are about. So stupid, and it, it, whether whether you shout something, uh, you don't have to. If you're if you're a Steelers fan, you don't have to wave a terrible towel. You're still a fan. You you stand up for the seventh inning stretch and do the song or whatever it's gonna be. Only if I want to stretch. Oh, that has nothing to do with being so a fan. Fun. That's that's a ten inning. I'm sorry that I have fun my way. I apologize. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You have to do things the way other people no, tell no you. No one said that. I just said it's fun. And the beam is not. amazing. I love chanting like the beam because it represents that the Kings won. It's it's a it's a no. symbol mm-hmm. of winning. And you know, and as I said to you last year, you should love it and you oh. should enjoy it. And like this whole conversation, you have to understand other people are not necessarily going to agree with it. Even some fellow Kings fans. Well, yeah, because uh. you know what represents they won is the scoreboard. That's what represents yes. they won. Yes. And then when that scoreboard says the Kings oh. win, you shout at the other team, light the beam, and they go walk away with their heads Ooh. down, and you light this purple beam into the sky where now it goes they're sad. Space. They weren't sad from losing, but that beam made them sad. They have to look at it when they drive <laughs> home or fly home. Oh, no. Emailer says, I can see it now. Rob invites Kyle for courtside tickets. Kyle has a smile from ear to ear oh. wearing a beam shirt. <laughs> no. And then Rob <laughs> is just sitting there in disappointment, why, thinking, why did he bring Kyle courtside? What? Huh? That email made no sense. No. What? What? Why? What? I mean, Kyle wouldn't do that, but if he did, Rob wouldn't care. He'd be like, uh, Kyle's having fun. He's dressed as a beam. I, I, you'd I be see a, Kyle doing that. You'd be a tall beam. And I don't care. No, why? Kyle just said he wouldn't do but, it. But yeah. I wouldn't care if he did. Yeah, that's what if I someone said. gave me a beam shirt, I'd wear it. No, you're not listening Other to me. Other than that, it's a jersey. That's, 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 the, that's the point. Is, 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 I don't care about people that like the beam. I'm not into it, so just let me still be a Kings fan without yeah. the beam. I might get there. Maybe I'll. Maybe I will oh. find something cool about the beam. Along what the would way. be funny though is if you guys could get a beam that Kyle's willing to wear, and then it does light up. You like push a button on his nose. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, Alec wrote in and said, "Exactly, Rob. Teams have traditions, and weird, stupid things don't matter. Like Chargers." The, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers expecting their fans to have hope. I stopped oh, that a decade no. ago. And Dawn, the Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. Countdown is on. Only a certain number of days until Brian Apalooza 2023. Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno, beginning at 10 a.m. Details at radradio.com. Got this email, uh, RAD, at radradio.com. It's from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. We're talking about uh, it initially started with like the Dogwoods Resort Canine Can that we do on Rad TV during commercial breaks, but we're not doing it today because uh, we uh, ran out of videos because you all suck. Oh, man. So we've had to do what we've done a few times before in the past. We've had to shame you and, and tell you to send in the <laughs> damn videos. And, and, and 
I conferred with Brandon during the break, made sure it wasn't just a showbiz thing that he was saying on the air. It is true. Many of you have responded. Definitely. We do appreciate thank it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We still need more. Keep them coming, please. Uh, recorded videos horizontally, RAD at radradio.com, and they don't even have to just be dogs. <laughs> and then it, it, we, we started talking about how, yes, but people will be judging what they see on the, the videos, including your, your home or where you live. And then we expanded it out to that's what happens when you leave your house. Whenever you're walking around in public, people are judging you. They're, they're not always, not everyone, but there is someone that you'll never know. Is like look, me. Looking at you, like, like Kyle's doing it, or looking at your car, looking at your hair, looking at who you're with, things like that, and they're making judgments. That's just how it works. Um, and, and Lisa wrote in, and she's on Kyle's train. She says, my husband and I are those people that judge you when you're out in public. We know the same happens to us. We don't care. It's just one of our favorite things to do. It's called people watching. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun to make up <laughs> hypothetical uh, fake stories that, that might be true in some levels. And it's and it's harmless because they never know. Yeah, you're just doing it with your person or or, or with yourself. And, and so it's and, and people just have to understand this is what it's like. We got a holiday pile. Christmas pie, Christmas pie. I can't wait to. Until Christmas oh my morning. Gosh, ho, ho, ho. Yes, you are. Eight days until Thanksgiving. Oh my God! It is a eight? week to, from tomorrow, oh. and only three days until Brian Palooza 2023 whoa, at the whoa. South 40 in the backyard in Reno. We will have rad turkey Brian sandwiches and a full bar. We will have live music from Fat Man and Robin and Winter Light. There's plenty to do there other than just see us, hug us, get a picture with us. You can also uh, play some uh, some pool. There's axe throwing. There's cornhole. There's bowling. Jesus. Newest arcade in Reno for the kids. Bring them along. We always have a lot of kids at Brian Palooza. And the Stupid Store. Super Store. We'll be on site with your last chance at uh, the 2023 proprietary brand, blend, brand, brand, blend of the Turkey Brine. Uh, and tons of rad swag. Little Charlie. Not little. Not all. We'll have a uh, 2023 three Christmas ornaments, and then customizable coffee mugs, tumblers, tote bags, all sorts of things. You can put the Brian Palooza logo on it, the Rad Radio logo, the Bad Radio logo. Uh, Those will all be available uh, in the Stupid Store as well. Super Store. And Big D and Mrs. Big D will be on hand from Dark One's Confection as well. I am just picturing this huge machine. Charlie's bringing to do all this. How big is this thing? Well, however big it is, it'll be bigger than he is. So that is all uh, this Saturday uh, at Brian Palooza in Reno. We hope to uh, see you there. It's all free. Uh, just come out. starts at 10 a.m. Because we are only eight days away from Thanksgiving, more and more turkey mail is roaming in. So let's get to the email. If you have a question and you want the perfect turkey, Send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. If you go to radradio.com, we've got a couple different sections. It's pretty easy to find about the holiday recipes and then the holiday videos as well. Uh, we actually made videos of how to prep the turkey, uh, how to make my wife's uh, broccoli casserole, Yum. my mom's uh, stuffing, uh, mashed potatoes. They're all up there. You can watch us do it. The uh, recipes are posted as well. But if you have questions, as many people do throughout the year, Email us rad at radradio.com. We'll start with this one uh, from a Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Says, I have purchased my turkey, and it was frozen solid. I placed it in the fridge in my shed Friday. So last Friday. Okay. Uh, is this far too soon to have it in the fridge that long? It is still in its packaging. I trust Rad far more than Google any day. Oh. Um, I mean, it's, so you put a, you put a, a frozen turkey in the in the the shed or the refrigerator in your shed last Friday. Today's Wednesday. Have you checked it? Because I would bet it's pretty close to thawed out, which means it's going to sit in the fridge 
for how many days before you start the brining process. Today is Thursday. I brine on uh, Mondays. You can't brine too soon. It's just a matter of how long your turkey is going to sit in the fridge after you've brined it and become really, really, really purple. Here's the thing. Here, This would be my answer. I'm sure this is not the USDA's answer. My answer would be you're ahead of the game, but I wouldn't refreeze it and start the process over. I would just leave it in the fridge, and, and it'll be fine. A fresh turkey sitting refrigerated for, for unopened for four three or four days in the fridge in my house would be fine. So that's what I would do. I could see how I would do this probably as well. Him describing how frozen it was, I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. This needs, like, extra, extra time. Well, you'd rather be ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is why, I mean, today is, is, is Wednesday. Tomorrow's a week from Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, I, I would put – I keep saying by Friday. I, I would put a fully frozen turkey in the refrigerator tomorrow. And it'll thaw out probably by by Saturday or Sunday, depending on how big it is. But at least now it's done. I don't have yeah. to worry about it because I need it done. Or I need it thawed by Monday. So say this Kyle takes his turkey out and like he brines on Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Could it sit in the Oof. fridge that long after brining, or is that a no go? I that I have dangerous. never I have never left a post brined turkey in the refrigerator for more than three days. Three days was the longest. Okay. And it it got, I mean it turned out great, but I know that visually. It's very jarring. The third day, it gets it goes from like a a, a pinkish purple to full on purple. Oh, damn! And I don't know the point at which it's been in there too long. I I would not feel comfortable with that many that many days of doing that. Uh, Ian wrote in, says I have cooked the family turkey many times using your recipes. This year, I'm getting a turkey from my father-in-law who raised this turkey <gasps> for slaughter. Yes! Oh my God, those are the best. It's going to be much bigger than anything I've ever cooked before. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm looking at a 30 to 40 pound turkey. <laughs> oh. Damn. Oh yes. The brine. <laughs> to what? That's an infant. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like a toddler, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Um, the, the brining is easy. You have explained that beautifully over the years and I can do simple math as I am a man. But... <laughs> What worries me is the actual cooking process of such a large turkey. Is there something special or different I need to do for such a large bird? Or is this just simply a math problem and increase time according to weight and just monitor the temperature? Yes. It's all of that at the end. Uh, it is nothing more than extrapolating from what you think you know about, because there is no formula for this many minutes per pound. People tell you there is. There isn't. But you have an idea if you've done this over the years. I, I We did, what was it, a 27-pound turkey that Dawn and her husband raised? Oh, yeah, but there was um, a 30-pounder. And, uh, yeah, and it's, yes. We it's, raised it, a few of them. It was very simple. Yeah. It, it is exactly what you're saying, Ian. It, the, the biggest concern with turkeys that big is where you're going to cook them. <laughs> Do you have enough space? I, I, I smoked our giant turkey, and I had to shove that thing in there, and it, it barely fit. Um, but that's the that was the biggest concern I have. Most ovens can't fit, uh, or you you have to like go. The, the the trick if you're using the oven is you have to kind of go lower, and you now you're cooking the bird almost on the bottom rack, and that can affect the way that it's it's cooked. That's assuming you can get it in on the wide one. A lot of grills, the grill lid won't cut or, or close depending on how big the turkey is. So as long as you know you've got space, it's just math, and it's just going to take longer. I wonder if you're near. Did you say it was his father or father-in-law? Father-in-law. Yeah, I, I wonder if you guys are close. Like maybe you could be in on the whole process, the defeathering, the killing of it. It's pretty cool if oh. that's something you would enjoy. It's I know I know my husband enjoyed it. I know Rob enjoyed it. Except the defeathering can be a little tricky. Doesn't really have anything to do with what we're talking about, but yeah, no, good. But it's a whole experience. 
experience of the season. Yeah, but, yeah by the way, how would you know? Uh, you weren't there. Uh, no, I was not there for the killing. So how would you know it's cool? Because I've heard it's a whole experience for you dudes, and yes, some girls do it. Just because just, just, just people say something's cool doesn't mean it's cool. Hey, I'm just suggesting it, Williams. Of course that is true. No one was saying that wasn't. You did. You You're literally said. Up you literally said it's a cool experience. Well, it was a cool experience for people I know. How about there that? Does that make you feel better? Words matter. Uh, so, did you guys do all the defeathering? Because I remember yeah. last time I had a, a bird that was slaughtered. My uncle raised a few turkeys. The, he left a bunch of those little suckers, little feather pricks inside the turkey. It was a pain in the butt to eat. <laughs> they, they, it, it is a pain in the butt to defeather them. And yes, we did. And there were still a few stragglers that I found like the morning that I made it. It, it is a painstaking Did you process. guys do the spinner thing that they'll talk about? Yes, Don. Okay. Google it, and we're going to get back to being relatable. <laughs> this is from uh, Brittany. My husband wants to smoke a turkey this year, but in order for the bird to be ready by 2 p.m., he would have to put it on by 6 a.m. The thing I'm worried about is my husband is not a morning person, and I don't trust that he'll get up by 5.30 to get the smoker ready. Oh, right, right. Oh. <laughs> There's other issues there besides well, him not being a morning person. Wake him up. She knows her husband. <laughs> Can I pre-cook the turkey in the oven for a couple hours wrapped in foil on Thanksgiving morning before we transfer it to the smoker to speed up the cooking time like some people do with ribs? If I cook it like this... Will it dry out the turkey? If I pre-cook it in the oven, how much time does he subtract from the smoking time? So I'm going to go all the way back to my husband wants to smoke a turkey this year, but in order for the bird to be ready by 2 p.m., he would have to put it in by 6 a.m. Where does that come from? Has he done this before? Because the very first time I smoked a turkey, I did, I did endless research online and, 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 and got, I got as close. I took a, an, a, I guess a, a sample of all the different suggestions for how long you smoke a turkey for and at what temperature. And I came up with, okay, it's going to take, give or take, eight hours for the size of turkey I was making. That thing was done in four and a half hours. Oof, and every year since then, the, the, when, I, when I smoke a turkey, and I do, it, I do it low, 225 to 275, depending on the size of turkey, uh, that's degrees, um, it never takes as long as everyone says it's going to so that's it's my frustrating that's my well and you want you, you, again you got to be ready you got to be able to shift on the fly that's why you always are checking the temperature you don't put it in and go well everybody says it's going to take eight hours i'll check it at seven and a half your bird's going to be like the damn christmas vacation bird at that point <laughs> <laughs> even if you do use our brine um, and that's why you're constantly checking because once once it was done at four and a half, we our guests hadn't even arrived no big deal turn everything off let it rest mm. And then I came back an hour before it was time to serve and, uh, and, and turned the heat back up, got the bird back to, to serving temperature, took it out. But you would rather have it done too soon than too late because now you're trying to mash it up with all the other sides. Yeah. So that's my first point uh, to Brittany, who's uh, married to the lazy guy who doesn't want to get up in the morning. <laughs> Why does he commit to doing this, but he's not going to get up? That would be question number two. <laughs> Another question would be, why do you have to eat at 2 p.m.? Can't you like? Aren't you hosting? You can move around. But anyways, anyways, um, I, you could, yes, you could pre-cook it a little bit. You're not getting the same essence of of the smoking flavor that you want because most of the smoking flavor gets into the bird at the beginning of the cook when it's not the the skin is not protected yet. It, it's raw, and so the smoke is getting absorbed into the flesh of the bird. You don't really want to do it later. You want to do it in the beginning. Also, the, the other point you made, now you're really screwing with trying to figure out how, when and how the bird's going to get done. I, I, you can do it. Yes, I've, I've done a similar thing like that. Your bird will not be dry if you do it correctly. I'm really more along the lines of, A, double-check your cooking time and where that came from, and, and B, 
Set an alarm and get his ass. You said it. Get you wake him up. Yeah. I. Th- why? Just, who said it? Why commit to something if you're not gonna yeah, do it? Yeah, I did. I, listen, I don't know your life, and so I, I, I'm. We, we only comment on what is being told to us. So I don't know your life. Maybe he works overnights and he's a firefighter or a police officer. Like things are missing. Yeah, and you should have put why, that in there. As to yeah. why he doesn't get up. So all I have to go on is you know. Your husband won't get up. Because he's not a morning person, and I don't trust that he'll get up. That's, what That's annoying God. to me. That's that is so is, lazy. That is like, I would, again, I don't know your life, and I could be totally saying things that are not correct. I can only go off what's there. I feel like I'm, I'm raising another son or something. You can't get up? That's when you're a kid trying to learn how to get up. You're a grown ass man. Get up, do your duties, nap later. That's just, I just don't even comprehend that. By the way, uh, uh, Brian wrote in. I can't believe it, Brian was thinking the same thing I was because while Dawn was rambling there and you know demeaning your husband, <laughs> um, I was thinking, okay, well here's the other compromise, and Brian nailed it. He says, I smoke my turkeys. I do a four hour smoke and then I finish them in the oven. That would be that would be the way to do it. Is smoke it first and then finish it in the oven. Uh, so that he could sleep in till eight, you know, while he's sucking his thumb. Right? Gosh. Uh, hello there, Mimi. Good morning. <laughs> hello. Hey, you. you. Um, so I have um, a 21-pound turkey that I had to put in a friend's freezer because we didn't have room in our freezer. So my question is, what day should I pick it up from her to thaw on the counter and then time it to go from the counter into the brine? When do you want to brine it? Um, I guess enough time to put it in the fridge um, for the skin to get crispy. Okay, so so Monday or Tuesday would be brine day. I brine mine on Mondays and then prep it on Tuesdays, and it goes in the fridge for Tuesday night and Wednesday night to get the, the crispy skin. And, again, your turkey will turn pinkish-purple, for those of you that haven't heard that before. So uh, if you want – now, if you're going to – and I, I just have to say this. if you, I, I have no problem thawing out a turkey on the counter, although the USDA would say you should do it in the refrigerator. 21-pound uh, turkey, you want it ready by Monday, I would get it Friday. Uh, and and Because and, even if it thaws out by Saturday night, Sunday morning – um, it's not it's not going to go like horribly bad sitting somewhere and, and it doesn't have to sit on the counter as it thaws it can go in cooler places your garage uh, depending on where you live it's much cooler this time of year to keep it at a lower temperature but I, just to be safe like what we were talking before I would I would pick it up on Friday I initially thought she said she put her turkey in a French freezer I was like oh yeah, that's what I heard what's too. a French yeah, freezer oh wow <laughs> uh, you don't have to write for turkey mail you can do what Mimi did uh, 888-989-9811 we got this email from Deanne hey Deanne I've used your brine for many years and I almost always do a 22 to 24 pound turkey and i have only used one packet and it turns out great i leave it in the brine for your recommended one hour per pound i moved to wisconsin two years ago and introduced my turkey to my family here and now i am requested to make the turkey each year (laughs) thanks for making me look so good to my family yeah we the the brine is designed for up to an 18 pound turkey in terms of the quantity of it but you can there's always a little bit of flex room in there it's like it's like when your car if you have a modern car it, it tells you that your your engine oil is low or there's this percentage of gas left. That's not accurate. There's a built-in flex amount there. My, my wife called me in a panic last year or earlier this year. I forget. It all blurs together. Babe, babe, it says I only have eight more miles before I'm going to run out of gas. Like, that means you have 28. Just next gas station. Well, I think you guys thing. are so calm when you say that. It doesn't make us feel better because it says eight. Or whatever number it says. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to comment uh, on, on anyone's relationship other than mine. Man. My wife trusts me, and it does make her feel better. <laughs> um, well, she's not as crazy as I am. Wait, was there more to that? <laughs> oh, uh, so, so, yeah, we recommend 18 pounds 
of a turkey, and then more than that, you want a little more brine. But if you go 22, you just go 22 hours, and yes, you will be you will be fine. Um, but in terms of the turkey brine, it is still available uh, online in the stupid store, Superstore at radradio.com, and we can still get it to you in time uh, if you want it shipped to you. Limited quantities available, so you might be thinking, eh, I'm just going to go out and get it. We've got a dozen retailers in Northern California, Northern Nevada. They are all listed at radradio.com as well in the stupid store. Superstore, actually. That are uh, that are selling the brine. However, uh. one note, we have our first official sellout. Yes, it's that time of year. The brine is starting to go away. The flag store in Sparks no longer has turkey Baby. brine. And any of the stores listed, you should call ahead. Yeah, because they get low. They're, they're getting low on, on, on quantities. And another consideration, if you're thinking turkey brine and you haven't gotten yours yet, our buddies NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland Yay! are collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. If you bring in $20 worth of toys for donation, and they have to be new and unwrapped for Toys for Tots, new and unwrapped toys, $20 worth of toys, and a receipt of your purchase, they will give you a bag of the Rad Turkey Brine in appreciation. I love that so much. You actually spend less than the brine costs, and you do something good, something (laughs) helpful for kids, and you get the brine as well. So that's at NorCal Gun Vault in uh, Rockland. Penny wrote in, uh, and uh, we were talking about the, the woman who wrote in and said, I am my husband, and he's not a morning person. I don't trust him. So we started, well, why do you, why do you commit? And then Don had to really demean him. No. And uh, Penny said, this is a great turkey mail slash Dr. Rob crossover segment. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Suzanne says, uh, Rob, can I cook the stuffing and the gravy the day before and then just heat it up on turkey day? Leftovers usually taste better the next day, but will these? Thanks for all the turkey advice. A lot of pre-prep questions coming in this year. Uh, I do, I do prep my uh, the so I do my crazy mom stuffing recipe, which is at radradio.com. Oh. I do that all the way up until there's two ways to do that. You can go all the way till you're gonna cook it, or you can cook it halfway and then take it out and refrigerate it, and it's ready. Yes, it's still good. And when you reheat it or cook it on Thanksgiving Day, you just make sure you have a, a chicken broth around the gravy. The, the question there would be how you're preparing the gravy because a lot of people think, well, how can you make gravy the day before because I'm making it from the drippings of, of the turkey. Well, I use turkey stock that I made the previous year. So I do make my – I make my gravy on Tuesday, uh, and it just gets thicker and, and, and more flavorful. So if you're doing it all that way, that's that, – yes, it's all fine. This is the first time in my life that I'm making – Stuffing, Ooh. like your mom's stuffing, Rob. Like I've always, when I've done stuffing, a lot of times where we've been at your house or other places, I've done like cornbread stuffing. I've never done traditional stuffing. I'm actually kind of nervous. I mean, the, the the recipe is clear. It is clear as day, and, and I'm a pretty good cook. But I'm still like, oh my god, I'm like so afraid it's gonna get mushy because you know that mush that because it can it can look like it came out of the bird's butt. Right, if things go wrong, so I'm just like, oh my lord, and, I might have a backup of the cornbread stuffing. And that that is that is a recipe where you do kind of have to adjust, adjust on the fly too with that one because it yeah. will look mushy, but then you have to remember, wait, a lot of this is going to cook out while I'm cooking it. So mm-hmm. I I always go the other way. I always put it into the oven, not on not dry, but on the drier side because you can always add broth. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, hello there, uh, Matt. Good morning. Morning. Hey. Morning. So I have a question about your brine. Um, my sister is definitely allergic to oranges, and she found out that there's orange in allspice. I was just seeing if you guys put allspice in your brine. I don't think so. I wouldn't think so either because that is a distinct smell and the, spice. The issue, though, that because we've had this question usually over the years about nuts, yeah, and, and it is it is produced in a fast a facility, right? That does have other 
might be exposed to nuts. Yeah. But we don't know. We've never asked about allspice. Yeah. I, oh. I don't think so. The, I thought, okay, wait, well, we used to in the past have listed that form. Yeah. Is it still up there? I mean, it might say. Brando, that would be a Brandon question. Yeah, uh, I'm checking on it right now. Yeah, because, and for those of you that are wondering, well, how can you not know? Because I, I we, we partnered with, with, with a few companies to create the brine. And what I do is I provide them the final ingredients list. And then they go, okay, well, from these fresh ingredients that he's making from scratch, here are the spices and the, the herbs and the dehydrated things that we use to recreate exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. So that's why I don't know exactly what they use because it's weird. Sometimes you would be surprised. Like sometimes uh, they need something that, that to taste like paprika and they use cinnamon. I mean, they're, like, they're, that's not a real example, but there's right, weird yeah. things like that, that that can happen. So, uh, But I just can't imagine that allspice, as Dawn said, it's so specifically Specific. I really think we would have smelled that. Yeah, so I can I can reach out to our contact to find out specifically, but the chart that we have on the website really just gives the allergen list of like nuts and eggs and and wheats and soybeans that are in there. Um, but there's no mention of an allspice or, or oranges. oranges at okay. all. Yeah, which which should mean that it's not in there. And that poor thing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> to be allergic to oranges. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, Katie wrote in and said, I have a 22-pound turkey. The brine calls for an 18-pound. Uh, yeah, we've already answered all that. Some of these are duplicates. You never know what you're going to get to. Uh, this one is from Juan. Well, it takes Juan to know Juan. Credits for Mexican. Says, this past weekend was awesome. Awesome. Filled with delicious food, copious amounts of hard alcohol, beer, games, uh, like spoons and beer pong, but with tequila. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, my Lord. Uh, we had a bunch of friends over. Uh, and uh, it's the second time that I cooked a turkey, and of course I used the rad brine, and it was a hit. Most of our guests' favorite part of dinner was the turkey, Aww. and they said it was because of the fact that it wasn't the bland, dry, chalk turkey that they're used to. Ugh. Because of these compliments, I want to spruce up the turkey the next time I make it by injecting it with flavors. But what is the best way to do so? And by that, what flavor combinations have been a favorite of yours, and what's the best way to get those flavors into the meat? They, they, they sell these injectors everywhere, grocery stores, you know, the, the aisle with all the... They have the, the tongs and the pans. There's there's injectors there. Uh, and so you mix up your 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 whatever marinade. I'll give you a couple ideas in a second. You're going to do. You mix it up, and uh, you just you just take the syringe, and you put it into your mixing bowl that has your injectable uh, liquid, and you suck it into the, the syringe, and then you poke the syringe. Do not go into the skin. You go under the skin. What? You do not want to put holes in your skin. That will dry everything out. How are you? What? You put it under the skin, right into the breast meat, right into the, the whatever you're going to inject. And and I do it multiple places all over the bird. And, and eventually it'll, you'll start to give it a golf ball tumor of liquid. <laughs> and you, just, you push on that so that it spreads out whatever you're injecting into the bird. And you go deep, you go shallow, uh, and get it, spread it all around. Uh, uh, chicken broth and butter are great if you're just trying to make sure it's super juicy. Flavors you can add, apple cider, uh, honey. Uh, some pe- I haven't tried it yet. Some people are, are saying bourbon w- works really well. Uh, there, there are so many wonderful flavors that go with, with turkey, and I, I just I, don't limit yourself. So when you inject the, the juices into the turkey, do you have to put your hand under the skin and massage it in, or can you go over the top and find a little bump and just move it around? No, you got to get under that skin. Oh, really? we, we show it in the video. Uh, that's posted at radradio.com, how you delicately remove the skin from the breast. You lift it up. It's still attached. And then you go in there with your – and that's also how you season the bird. After you inject it, you want to get the seasonings on the meat, mm. not on the skin, 
on the actual meat so that it cooks into the meat. You, you need someone then who's capable of being gentle. Yes, it's very. That sounds like an easy thing that can be ripped. And then you're drying out your your breast meat. Oh my meat. gosh. Well, and I know you apple cider because it's such a big thing right now. Still apple cider vinegar, but you're saying apple cider. Yeah. So I, people know, right? Yeah, I don't vinegar, want a bird that tastes like vinegar. No. Yes. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> We're gonna play Master of Movies right now. We got a $100 Visa gift card for you. We're gonna give you a hint and play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. You need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. We sell bags of salt and hold parties the week of Thanksgiving. Aren't we great? For details, head to radradio.com. And then, if you're smart, change the damn station or turn off the app or whatever you people do. What has happened to this show? Uh, we've got a couple straggling uh, uh, Thanksgiving turkey emails uh, that we'll read. We're going to be doing this every day up until Thanksgiving because we're at that time of the year. Uh, but I do want to remind you, a couple hours from now on Rad TV. Uh, it'll be the Mixed Picks podcast. Steve Mickelson and I will talk sports. Uh, big game for the Kings tonight. It's early in the season, but Kings-Lakers is always a big one for my basketball team. Oh, uh, oh that just hurt a little. Aaron Rodgers uh, might be coming back uh, this year. There's a lot going on in college football. We'll talk Raiders and Niners and so much more on Mixed Picks on Rad TV Live. You can listen or watch live at members.radradio.com, and then it lives there forever. becomes a podcast tomorrow morning. Back to a couple things about Thanksgiving. Kalina says, what would you suggest for thawing out a large, fully cooked ham? How many days is it okay to thaw on the counter since it's fully cooked? Well, again, okay, the ninnies, the ninnies, this is, this is your comfort level. The ninnies, uh, the USDA, whatever, they're going to say, it doesn't matter, it's fully cooked. That's why they don't want you to leave fully cooked leftovers out on the counter. So they're not going to give you the, the, an answer. I will give you mine, though. Is it okay to thaw ham in the gutter since that's where it yeah. comes from? I mean, it came, it, <laughs> oh, it, 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 you know, it came from the gutter. Oh, it will wind man. up back in the gutter. <laughs> I, I, I bash ham, but I, I serve a ham every Thanksgiving because yeah. my wife loves it, and I make so an amazing good. ham. How good was that South yeah. Lake Tahoe oh ham? Oh, my God. So good. Um, so what was the question? How long? Just, just Yeah, to thaw the ham before. Uh, yeah, it's the same formula. You know, how many pounds is it? It's like, it's like four to five days per pound. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Four to five <laughs> pounds per day of anything will thaw in, in the refrigerator. You put it on the counter, it's going to thaw in, in, uh, in what, what, 12 to 18 hours. That's, I, would, I would do that. That's what I would do. Nobody else is going to tell you that. Uh, Katie wrote in and said, I bought my Rad Radio turkey, Brian, for the f uh, the very first week it went on sale. It is available at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore. We have a dozen vendors in Northern California, <sighs> Northern Nevada that are carrying it, but the flag store in Sparks is not one of them. They're sold out. They're all listed at radradio.com. Uh, Katie says, I buy it every year. You simply cannot turkey without turkey, Brian. <laughs> so tell me why my boyfriend said to me two days ago, Mom asked for ham and dad for prime rib, so I think we're opting out of turkey this year. Oh. Well, isn't he in for a surprise when he sees our 24-pound turkey I already bought in the freezer outside? Oh. I will not Thanksgiving <laughs> without my brine and my football, and you can't make me. Movie master, master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Dusting the film and you'll be supreme. I have a really good friend who had come to a number of our Thanksgivings and then we didn't do it one year. 
I think it was the year we went to Vegas. And uh, so he said, you know what? I, I can't make turkey as good as you. I'm going to try prime rib. And it turned out amazing. And that's their new tradition. They do prime rib on Thanksgiving. No turkey. <laughs> uh, we have a $100 Visa gift card. And uh, caller 18 is Andrew. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Rad. Dawn, I hope you're healing well. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate uh, uh, that. Nana Dawn, fall down, go boom, a couple weeks ago, a broken right shoulder. I hope everything's coming out okay in the bathroom. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we will give you a chance to guess first. If you know the movie, you win. If not, we'll go to Carrie. Hello. 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 Go, girl. And Joe, your color 20. What's that? We are looking for a 1991 comedy. And the cool part is, I can say that. And you can't do anything about it. By the way, Kyle puts these together, and sometimes he gives me a note or a hint that I might read, and he says that the movie looks amazing, and he wants to watch it all the way through after seeing some clips. It is very funny. Yeah, it, I already it, have, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. And you agree? It's yeah. a very uh, nice. It hit home a little too, too hard. Oh, mm. okay. Uh, 1991 comedy. And the cool part is, I can say that. And you can't do anything about it. Andrew, what's the movie? Uh, I do not know. Okay. Mm. Yeah, don't forget to wipe. Uh, Carrie, what's the movie? Oh, man. I have no idea. Okay, bye-bye. How about you, Joe? Necessary roughness? You lose. Oh, Good Googling. Right. <laughs> Found a comedy or something from 91. I don't know. Yeah, so now now that Kyle makes the comment about it hitting a little too close to home, I, 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 I that makes sense, having seen the movie. Working Man Dutch, which is the name of the movie, played by Ed O'Neill of Married with Children fame, <laughs> is dating the divorced Natalie, and he offers to drive her stuffy 13-year-old Doyle from his private school in Atlanta to his mother's home in Chicago for Thanksgiving. Doyle is not interested as he blames Natalie for the divorce and wants nothing to do with mom's new boyfriend, especially given the man's lowly working-class roots. This oh. <laughs> pairing makes for a journey filled with bickering, mishaps, and, and eventually bonding. But Aww. part of it... Yeah, I mean, I came from two divorced families, and, you know, watching the movie, it shows, like, the, the mean side of the kid and how much anger is built up because of the divorce. Um, it just it almost brought me to tears on some of the scenes. And, you know, the story's not the same as my childhood, but holy crap, man, there's some childhood memories that need to be healed. Oh, <laughs> buddy! Crap. My initial impression is correct. You're Claude. And the cool part is... I can say that. And you can't do anything about it because I can kick your butt. Well, I won't cop to that, but I will say this. There's one thing I can do that you can't. What? I can pay for my breakfast. We have another uh, $100 Visa gift card for you. The pressure cooker comes up at 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Hey maggots, it's brine time again. Get your 2023 Rad Turkey Brine right now at the stupid store at radradio.com. Got this email from John. Everybody's hey John. still having fun in the uh, Northern California areas. We're back on regular old radio, 104.7 FM and 890 AM, and we're all going through this process of can you hear us? And we're getting uh, weird uh, uh, things where people are like, oh, it doesn't get this far, but then it gets so much farther, especially on the AM station. Uh, John wrote in and says, I work in Antioch. 
Your old station was always spotty and would flip between the San Francisco and Sacramento signals. Your new 890 AM station is crystal clear. Oh, good. In the Antioch, Pittsburgh area, going to love listening again. Yes, and meanwhile, people in, in Vacaville and Vallejo who can't get it <laughs> are like, how's that possible? While other people in Vacaville and Vallejo are like, what are they talking about? It's crystal clear. It's a damn building. Uh, we welcome back to the uh, studio uh, Greg from MAP Training. It's not Yay! Matt. It's MAP Training and Greg uh, is here uh, with us, and he's online at trainwithmap.com. Hey, Greg. Good morning. All right, we got two <laughs> locations for a gym in Roseville and the new one in Granite Bay. You're a personal trainer. You got your BA in food and nutrition. You got all the little titles that are great. Um, <laughs> and uh, we uh, we have a, an email here that takes us right to your Maptrician products from uh, No Name. Hey, No Name. It says, I want to thank you for partnering with Greg at Map Training. I've been a decades-long listener, and I've listened to every show Greg has been a part of, and now I've finally decided to get off my butt and start getting myself back into shape. I'm a federal law enforcement officer. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Oh. And it was during my last arrest that made me physically feel just how fat I'd become. Oh. I've used every excuse to put off eating better or working out more during the past few years, COVID, kids, etc. So I have stocked up on Greg's Maptrician products to help me. The Swiss chocolate whey protein, the BCAA, mm. the lemonade smasher. I've used similar products in the past, but these all taste absolutely delicious. And I believe Greg when he says he uses ingredients that are simply better than the rest. I also ditched my crappy one-a-day vitamins and started using the jack-of-all vitamin. I do have a question. Jesus, finally. <laughs> now, before you answer, we're going to go back. Is there any reason not to combine the BCAA and Smasher as one pre-workout drink? Oh. So if you go to radradio.com and you go to the stupid store, Superstore. there's a Maptrician button. You can click on that, and you can order the products right there online, plus uh, if you're a local uh, Greg sells them at his uh, gym, both both gym locations. Both gyms. All right. First of all, uh, what let's go through what is the, the the whey protein? What are BCAAs? We'll do that first. All right. So whey protein is a uh, derivative from a milk, and it's the purest form of protein and the most effective in your body, just hands down, scientifically proven. BCAAs are branch chain amino acids, three of the little things that come together and actually like make protein from a molecular level, uh, and they're essential. Your body can't make them; you have to consume them. The cool part about BCAAs, you can drink as much as you want a day with no side effects. They are going to help you pre-workout because they protect lean muscle and prevent breakdown when you don't have a protein in your system. And you can uh, really enjoy it anytime. It's awesome. And, and what is Smasher? We all know it's Kyle's favorite, it but for people that don't amazing. listen every day, it is amazing. I, I it Not only does it taste delicious, but it has amazing effects. And I don't even use it to work out. I just use it sometimes to wake up. Me too. <laughs> yeah, the Smasher is our pre-workout formula. So uh, it's a very mild dose of caffeine. It's 175 milligrams. So like two, two and a half cups of coffee, depending on how strong you like to drink it. And the biggest thing is you'll notice the focusing effect and the the... Uh, length of time that the caffeine will be effective. And that's simply from the ingredients that are in there. And it spreads out, I've noticed. It's different than like a coffee effect. It, 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 it's almost like a time-released caffeine effect. It doesn't give you that. Like, that was my hesitation, was I don't want that antsy, I'm all jittery thing. It doesn't do that to you. Yeah, a lot of pre-workouts will just fill it full. They call it just little fillers that'll make you feel a certain way so that you think it's more effective. But uh, you don't necessarily have to have those sensations, right? And that's why you notice it a bit longer. And, it is and you don't crash. No crash. No, there's no. no crash. But thank you for interrupting. And it is. Uh, You're so welcome. That was important. It is delicious. But I'm a lemonade fan. Are you still a watermelon fan? Yes, I am. All oh, right. dude, the watermelon's so good. And uh, all of these products are available at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore. Under Maptrician. So, to his question, is there any reason not to combine BCAA and Smasher as a pre workout drink? Absolutely not. It makes the flavor delicious. There's nothing wrong with taking BCAAs at any time. 
ideally they'll be taken during the workout but taking them pre will help just as much. Uh, Greg also does online meal planning. You don't have to go to his gym. You can, if you're in Reno and you have a gym, he does online exercise programs uh, and more. It's all at trainwithmap.com. Uh, we have a few different listeners that I know of that are named Brianna who have been with you or uh, you know on and off. One of them wrote in. I'll save this for you in case you want a motivator. And simply said, "Hi, Greg. I'm sorry. I'm such a loser." Oh, oh my gosh, Aww. sweetie. Uh, yeah, we can fight about it later. It's Aww. okay. But you do. <laughs> you you deal with this. This is a regular thing where people they drop out for whatever reason, and and you welcome them back. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people go put themselves on these guilt trips as if we're going to be upset with them or as if it's it's only on them. Like, let's, let's just find out what part of the program we can help you with the most and start there. Phone number is 888-989-9811. You can email questions for Greg from uh, trainwithmap.com, R-A-D at radradio.com. The main reason we scheduled this today uh, was it's holiday eating time. Uh, and uh, we talked about a poll earlier this week that half of all Americans say they've gone to a party before during the holidays just for the desserts. <laughs> The average person, this blew me away, the average person from the start of holiday season, wherever you put that, right after Labor Day, Halloween, whatever, through New Year's, will eat 26 cookies over the holiday, 25 pieces of candy, 13 slices of cake, 12 pieces of pie, 13 brownies, and 13 cupcakes. Now, you've always been very honest about the fact that you don't tell people you can't eat things, and if somebody says to you, you can put me on a meal plan, but I'm eating bacon every day, you'll work around it. What do you say at the holidays? I really try to go with, not life lessons, but rules you can follow. So, no, you don't have to take dessert off the menu, but let's pair it with a healthy protein. If you're going to have the dessert, maybe skip the alcohol. And let's just choose one, quote, bad thing at a time (laughs) so that we can spread it out and not see all of the repetitive damage because it just makes it harder to dig yourself out of the hole later. Now, we're going to talk more about the holidays as you're here off and on uh, throughout this uh, segment. But also, uh, every time you're here, you have some type of challenge usually that you uh, announce. And do we have one to, uh, to spring on people? We do. It's going to be phenomenal. So it goes right in line with the holidays. Uh, we've actually done this challenge before, and it's called the Red Carpet Challenge. Oh, this again. Oh, it was the best. And you'll get some insight on this, but it's, it's amazing. So our six-week challenge, will build you a custom meal plan. If you're in the area, we'll train with you three days a week. If you're online, we'll design your workouts for you. We'll coach you weekly where you'll have independent meetings with your trainer, whether it's myself or one of my team. And uh, we actually guarantee the results, which is 15 to 20 pounds lost in six weeks, even over the holidays, and uh, or 4% body fat. It's, it's an amazing system. And we finish it off at the end of the six weeks with a red carpet party, which was absolutely epic last yeah, year. We got tons of emails about it. Um, now, and when does it start? It's going to start the Monday after Thanksgiving. Okay, so I have a few questions about that. First of all, what if what if people don't want to lose? But what if they what they want is I need your help to maintain. What if they want to do what Brandon's doing, bulk up? Can they be part of this challenge, or is that just something separate? No, they can absolutely be part of the challenge. We are just going to gear the results towards accountability over the holidays. So making sure that you stay on track, making sure that you're living by those life rules rather than just a number on a scale. And that takes me to my follow up question: uh, people that are going no. I'm not, no, it's the holidays. I'm not doing this because I want to be able to eat my pumpkin pie. I want to have a nice Christmas. I want to eat prime rib. No, I'm not doing it now. You would say to them what? Why are you going to throw away several months of your life for one night? That's all it is. You're going to have prime rib on uh, Christmas? Awesome. You're going to celebrate on the, the first of the year? Great. What are you doing for the other entire holiday season? Besides trying to kill yourself slowly. Let me help. Well, and like everyone else, wherever you work, is probably going to be like, I gained this much weight on the holidays. And you'll be like, I didn't. I lost. (laughs) I lost. Uh, How do they sign (laughs) up for the challenge? It is the easiest thing. So we are limited on spots, but you can just go to the trainwithmap.com website. 
submit your information and uh, myself or one of the team will be in touch as fast as possible. And they can go there right now. You can go there right now. Where there's, do they go? Where do they go? Where, 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 where do I go on the website? If you open the site, there's like a button every single page at the top, <laughs> at the middle, at the bottom. All you got to do is click the contact or I'm ready buttons and uh, one of them will take you to us. You'll fill in a small informational form that says, I have a goal, your name and your email, and uh, you're off to the races. So trainwithmap.com. Uh, we'll talk more about the challenge as we go through this. You also brought an interloper with you. Who have you brought to my studios? <laughs> Who is this human? So, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, you, you guys help me with this, but I talk a big game as to kind of the results that we can drive people home with. And, uh, you know, we encourage them to go to the website. But I thought, what better way than to bring someone in who can prove our point for us? This is Nolan. Hey, Nolan. Nolan. Hello. So what's your experience been with uh, Greg and map training? Uh, well, I mean, I'm almost a year in, and I'm still going, so that should tell you something. Why did you start? Uh, I told myself a long time ago, I've, I've, you know, I've yo-yoed in weight. I told myself I would never let myself get over 300 pounds. I got on the scale one day, and it was exactly 300 pounds on the dot. There's no way your body was 300 pounds. I just I, I, I wanted to inter interrupt yes. and blurt out, go, you were 300 pounds? I was, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. Continue. 300 yeah. pounds December of last year. Wow. And on the show, Greg was on, and he talked about the first challenge, and that's when I started. December 12th was my first day. Did you hesitate? or How long did it take you to sign up? Or So when he announced it, and it was like, like it was always the first step of not wanting to... Like, it's a huge investment. Like, it's, it's personal training, so it's not cheap, you know? And so it was deciding, well, can I afford this? And the fact that it was like, hey, if you do this and you hit your goal, you get your money back. And so I, was, I went to my wife, and I didn't even put up the money. She did. Aww. And I, I, I said, I could do this. I mean, I, I may have said I think I could do this, but I, I said I could do this, and kind of went from there and then I convinced her and she put up the money because I didn't have it at the time and I did it. Ugh, By the way, before we continue with Nolan on that point, a couple of people are emailing in because he's right. A lot of this stuff isn't cheap and I know, Greg, for you, it's like, well, you're investing in your life, yeah. your health, but that doesn't make the money suddenly appear. So a few people have written in, Aaron and Janae, so people are interested about your next challenge. It starts the Monday after Thanksgiving, the red carpet challenge. Are you going to announce the cost? What's the cost, et cetera? So and back to the money, the, the guarantee on it and all that. Yeah, so we have different versions of it. So we we really do custom build the program. So there's a few different options. We we really need to know your goals before I can give anyone an exact price. But I can give you kind of the, the reasoning behind uh, what we do. And what Nolan explained is, at the beginning of the challenge, we have you put down an accountability deposit. And it just says that you're going to show up tomorrow, right? And when it gets hard, you're going to show up again. And that's how we guarantee the results. You show up, we can definitely help you through whatever you're going through. We'll actually credit the full amount of the challenge back to you towards your membership. And again, showing up doesn't have to be in person at one of your gyms. No, it does not. It could be showing up to your meetings on Zoom. could be showing up to your workouts through the app. Um, but, you know, we just actually test ran this. We reached out to a lot of people who have contacted us through RAD or through the, the website. And uh, we gave 10 free months away to different members. Dang. That was last week. You know how many are still here? How many? One. Oh, one oh, full nutrition plan, full month of training, oh. three days a week, oh. meetings with me, accountability, and they all fell off for one reason or another. And it's simply because they didn't invest in themselves. So they didn't take the program for the value that it was. Uh, you can wow. sign up for the uh, challenge at trainwithmap.com. That, that to me almost says um, if the money is like something that stops you from doing it, it's really not about the money, <laughs> right? Because 
you were given something yeah yeah that wasn't really going to cost you and and you still didn't do it so it's really about just being ready so nolan you did you did the six-week challenge i did but you stay you're still with greg yeah. uh and you you started at 300 pounds you mind telling us where you're at right now uh 218 and you look great oh you do honestly that's, that's, a, that's a good 218. I, wore, I wore my extra tight shirt that greg. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look like you've been a lifelong trainer you know, I get compliments, and I Honestly, still I struggle with that a I'm lot. Sure. It was because yeah. it's like I've never been that person. I don't like being the center of attention, and I'm super nervous to come on here. <laughs> but like, if I can inspire one person yeah. to make a change, is it's worth it? And putting myself out there, but well, we're already, yeah, getting, we're already getting emails for you. You're already a celebrity here. Uh, Brian has a question for Nolan. If you had to identify one change as the biggest impact on your success, what would that be? That's a tough one. Oh God. Uh, can you repeat the question? <laughs> I mean, I, I wonder if I know the answer. One change is the biggest impact on your success. It would be that you made the commitment, right? You made the leap, and then so after, yeah. you, and then after you did that, was there what, okay? Was there a time when you wanted to quit? So for the first probably three months, I didn't enjoy being sore because you come in, you work <laughs> out, you're like, I feel terrible and my body hurts i want to go crawl in a corner and die and i think it was it was about the three month mark where i was i started to enjoy it i'm like i earned this and at that point it got a lot easier but i mean i guess the the biggest thing is just it's all it's mental you have to want it more than you want anything else uh brian also asked what is the biggest personal change you've felt self-confidence Probably. Did you also get that the the uh, a lot of us when we when we, we are exercising ready to get that energy boost? You have more energy. Did you notice that or because it's okay yeah, if you didn't? <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely have more energy. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 if Nolan didn't answer, that, I was actually hoping his mic would cut out while he was talking about being sore. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, if if Nolan hadn't said it, I was gonna say it for him. Oh, and you know, as a trainer, I've been doing this for over fifteen years, training people and helping with transformations, and. I always like to tell people, especially my new trainers, is, you know, transformation one happens in the first six weeks. People get more energy. They lose a bunch of weight. They feel great. But transformation number two is the coolest one. And that's when all of a sudden they walk in with a sleeveless shirt with a little bit of swagger. And you're like, where did this confidence come from? It is the coolest thing because you watch their personality like brighten after they, they achieve those things. We're talking with Greg from uh, MAP Training and one of his success stories. Uh, Nolan, who lost, I guess, the math is right, 82 pounds over the last yes, year, sir. and he's still going strong. Uh, phone number is 888-989-9811. Just got this email from Robert. Hey, Robert. Says, I want to thank Greg and MAP Training. My wife just signed up and spoke with Coach Daniel about signing up. She is now working with Coach Aaron, and she's so excited about the program. She wanted to make a change in her life. She had cancer and now has to deal with a hyperthyroid issue. And with the knowledge and help of your coaches, she feels confident about the future change and journey she just started. So thank you so much. Aww, That's nice. so cool. Yeah, Erin just updated her nutrition cert too. So if she busts out too many fancy words, let me know. I'll, I'll come help. <laughs> um, back to the holidays because a lot of people, this is what's on their mind. And, and there are people that are like, well, I'm just going to get fat or, oh, there's nothing I can do. But then there are some who think they can outrun the system. I found this article. Uh, a registered dietitian named Rachel Slayton and also a Dr. Zeitlin both agree that you will not break even by exercising more during the holidays. This is the theory where, well, I'll just I'll just do more exercise using like a food exercise math. And uh, they say it does not cancel out the stuffing and the nog. Weight loss is 80 percent what you put into your body and 20% what you sweat off. Do you agree with that? I fully agree with that. Yeah, I mean, if you could just go calories in, calories out, I'd live off Big Macs, and it would be awesome. 
But uh, <laughs> y- you can't do that. What you eat is going to determine how your body reacts, not just the calories that you burn. And yet, again, we're going to keep reinforcing this. You still want people to enjoy the holidays. You're yeah. not you're, you're not going to eat a salad only on Christmas Day, I assume. Absolutely not. I'm going to eat like a king. But I think the idea is if you're 80% on track, you have room for that 20% that can not affect you or not, you know, take you away from your goals. So what, what, give us an example. What will you eat on Thanksgiving? Oh, man. I mean, I'll eat my body weight in turkey for sure. And that's not <laughs> that's not an exaggeration at all. I'll eat my body weight in turkey. But I love stuffing. Oh, and if okay. there's a crispy apple pie, I am in. And you'll eat it all. I'll eat it all. I'll cover it in peanut butter, too. There's no qualms. Oh. But what I'll do is I probably won't do that all in one sitting. I'll spread it out over a day where, you know, Thanksgiving, I'll have a nice big meal. I'll get back into my workout routine. Then I'll have the pie the next day because we all know the first bite's the best bite anyways. <laughs> so I'm just going to drag it out over the week. Is that is that part of the real key oh, is man. that Friday morning or whenever you work out, you do get up and you do it as opposed to going, ah, it's a four-day weekend. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best way to fall off track, right? Going two, three days without doing your normal routine, whether it's waking up or working out, that's the best way to send yourself on a spiral. So I just make sure that after that one time, I'm right back and I never make up for the day before. So if I overeat on Thursday, I'm not going to try to make up for it by not eating on Friday. I just deal with the fact that I did it, and I get back on routine. So, Nolan, this is your first Thanksgiving since uh, you, you started with Greg. Have you thought about what you're going to do on Thursday in terms of consumption? Uh, I don't have any plans necessarily, but I will mention I ate an entire medium pizza <laughs> Saturday. boy. So, you know, like you was saying, like when you're doing it, like you can fit in stuff. I don't do it often, but like if you have that day of like just do whatever, I don't call it a cheat meal. It's just like I want pizza today, so I'm gonna eat pizza. But and I'm how not do doing you, it every day? How do you react to that, Greg? I love that. I love that. You know, on day one, I probably said it to Nolan too. Is I tell everyone I want to make this so that you get the superpower to eat a pizza and wake up the same weight because it's a superpower. But you train your body to do it, and now Nolan has that ability. It's pretty awesome. Greg, you say things that are like super powerful, and it's just. It's just what you say because it's how you live. But when you're saying, oh, okay, like I overate or whatever it was, you know, on this day, I'm not the next day going to try and make up for it. Like that is such a powerful thing to say because that is like something a lot of us will have gotten caught up in in our lives. Oh, my gosh. Well, I did that that day. So now I have to starve myself, you know, the next day. So it's just very powerful hearing that from somebody like you, right? This is your life. This you're living. This is what you do, and so that 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 really helps with people that could have that distorted and disordered way of thinking. Yeah. Meanwhile, every time we have you on, uh, we we have to go to also people who maybe are so desperate who are looking for the quick fix, uh, and they, and we are getting bombarded. I think of you so much when I'm doing show prep. I, I I can't I can't print out everything I would love to talk to you about on the show, <laughs> uh, because we're getting bombarded with things having to do with diets, diet plans. Diet pills, diet medications, a couple things. Uh, there's a new study out from King's College in London uh, that say results from a trial reveal that intermittent fasting can lead to positive changes in mood, energy, and hunger. Their trial revealed that restricting your food consumption to a 10-hour set window, for example, you would eat between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m., can have positive health benefits, and that would be it, whatever your 10-hour window is. So, like, for me, if I get up, I, mean, I eat when I get up. I get up at 2 a.m., so I can only eat until noon. I guess, and then I have to fast. What do you feel about something like that? I hate it. I hate it. You know, there's so many things that people do that don't require time frames. Like most people overeat fat, overeat sugar, undereat protein. Really simple things that could be fixed with the quality of the food rather than the time frames. Squishing people into time frames, one, makes it really difficult to stay on track with things like Thanksgiving or Christmas. <laughs> but two, it's just, it's not something that's sustainable because you're not teaching people how to eat. 
It's just a trap. It also sounds really uncomfortable to shove all the food that you can handle into your body in 10 hours. <clears throat> uh, and I know how you feel about this. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration has approved another medication to treat chronic obesity in adults. We've already got the Ozempic thing. This is basically the same deal. Uh, on Wednesday of last week, the new weight loss drug Zepbound, which is just another version of Monjaro, or Monjaro, I guess, uh, which is already approved to treat type 2 diabetes, uh, has uh, been approved because it shows that it is highly effective for weight loss by reducing appetite and improving how the body breaks down sugar. It's taken by injection in the thigh, stomach, or arm, and it will be sold as a weight loss prescription medication because people are going to Ozempic which is for diabetes, but now you actually have the actual... So, look, I know how you feel about this. I actually have somebody in my, my sphere that did the Ozempic thing. She lost a lot of weight. Sure. And she would say to you, what's your problem, dude? This is what I wanted. I wanted to lose the weight. And you would say to her... Let's see how long it lasts. That's, that's my go-to. Because what happens with any of these diet pills, drugs, doesn't matter which one it is, or most diet plans, you know, I won't say all the names, but... What they do is they reduce your calories down to nothing. They make it so that you're not hungry. They feed you these random bars that are 100 calories a piece. They never teach you how to eat. So what you do is lose weight, mostly from muscle and lean tissue, which means your overall ability to burn calories throughout the day is the lowest it's ever been. And the next time you try to have a medium pizza, you're going to stack on five pounds, and it's going to be really hard to get rid of. So you don't deny that they will almost certainly see the immediate results that they want, immediate being quote quote that that you don't deny. Yeah, not at all. And that they won't have to do any work. Yeah, you'll be you'll you'll be fine for a short time. Um, Justin just wrote in and said, "I was recently part of the Maggot Muscle Challenge. I lost 31 <laughs> pounds in six weeks. Yay! And during the course, I have had the pleasure of working out with Nolan. And holy crap, I was partnered with him at a kickboxing kickboxing <laughs> class at the new beautiful Granite Bay facility. And even though I was just holding a pad for him, he literally kicked me over, <laughs> and I had to tap out." <laughs> We joked that it was his first official win, and we weren't even really fighting. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, I was taking it easy on him, too. I didn't want to go for it. Uh, Dave says, I've worked out with Nolan for eight months now. I've watched his progress for eight months. It's incredible. However, with determination, anyone can do it. It goes back to personal determination and the help that Greg and the awesome personal trainers that are with him have. It is really a family atmosphere. I can't wait to get to the gym. Oh. And the newest uh, facility, the Granite Bay facility, how's that going and what does it offer? Because I know it's so expansive. It, it really is expansive. I think we almost offer too much. People can't <laughs> handle it all. Uh, right now, we are, we're offering uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, uh, multiple levels. Um, we're offering our normal map training sessions like that you'd see in the challenge. We have open gym. We have a sauna. We have four different types of yoga. We've got spin classes. Uh, the list goes on. I started the meal prep service. It might be easier to list what you don't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There wouldn't be anything maybe on that list. Uh, and there's, that's, that's all at the Granite Bay location. Uh, he does also have the gym in Roseville. You don't have to be local. There's, there's the online meal training or meal planning. There's online exercise programs. There's the uh, the new red carpet challenge, which starts the Monday after Thanksgiving that you can sign up for right now at trainwithmap.com. Brian had a question for Greg. What has been the biggest challenge in taking over a health club and turning it into a map training gym and what would be the best piece of advice you would give someone who wants to increase their productivity wow those are two different questions yeah those are two different questions but i see how they overlap so one thing with the the new gym is that there's a lot of people i don't know personally and with the roseville gym if you came in the door i know exactly who you are i knew your name i probably helped you sign up we're now working with a lot of members that didn't know us before that have a bad taste in their mouth because it was previously a gym under poor ownership. Mm. We took it over, we've cleaned it up, and now people are starting to open up to us. But the challenge is, is managing the, the schedule and the people. 
to make sure that we make as many people happy as possible. Um, to increase productivity, I started to realize when my back was against the wall, what was actually a distraction. So a lot of people that text me now, uh, it's a joke if I don't respond because, uh, you know, I've got 40 unread texts and uh, sorry, it's just not important for me to respond anymore. You know, I have other priorities that I've lined up and I, I stick to them. Um, Aaron wrote in and said, I just got put on a low sodium, high protein diet due to liver issues. Do you help with this? Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised. Did she say low protein or high protein? It says low sodium, high protein. That's interesting with a liver issue. I'd like to know more because typically with a liver issue, you'd have a lower protein. Hmm. Um, but I, I'd love to talk more. I can definitely help. We're talking to Greg from trainwithmap.com. Ashley wrote in and said, can Matt <laughs> every time <laughs> you know, discuss the carnivore diet? I feel like everyone is on it right now, but how can it possibly be good for you? Sweet. The new hype. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the carnivore diet, you'll see a lot of celebrities promoting this because again, you'll, you'll lose weight. Oh, the, man. the explanation behind it is you will have enough protein in your system to protect your lean muscle as you lose weight. A lot of the weight that you do lose will come from carbohydrates and water because you naturally store those in your body without them both together, meaning a lack of carbohydrates. You'll see the weight come off. Do I think it's sustainable? No. Do I think it's overworking your organs like your liver and your kidney? Absolutely. So basically for you, nothing is sustainable other than changing your lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with balance? Whatever <laughs> happened to the good old-fashioned balance? That was the key, too, from the beginning. Like, I knew, because I had previously, probably the year before I started with MAP, I lost, like, 35 pounds, and I did it in probably the worst way possible. I stopped eating. I ate once a day. I ate, like, 500 calories, and I lost, like, 35 pounds, and then I gained it all back in less than a year and probably another 20 on top of that. And the key from this from the beginning was sustainability. I've always said from the beginning, I'm not going on a diet. I'm changing my diet. It's a, it's a lifestyle change, something that you're going to have to maintain forever. Like I hit my goal a couple months ago at 220, and I haven't, I've been fluctuating, you know, a couple pounds up or down since then. It's, I'm maintaining. So like with the tools that Greg gave me to learn protein, all this, you know, all the different macro stuff, I don't pay that close attention. It's what once you learn it you know a rough idea and i just go through that and it's working it's sustaining uh christina wrote in and said uh hey greg do you have any tips for being stuck in a plateau yeah absolutely so depending on where your plateau is right you can beat a plateau with volume but if you're stuck in a plateau i'm assuming you've been trying for a while and usually that means you're low calorie just having a, a cheat day like a calorie surge can help break a plateau. So enjoy Thanksgiving, go wild, and then get right back on the plan the next day, and I bet the weight starts to move. I guarantee you that's not the answer she expected from you. Yeah. Uh, another Brian <laughs> uh, wrote in and said, I wanted to say I have also worked out with Nolan. I consider him my best friend at the Hi, gym. Brian. <laughs> He's inspiring to work with and has an infectious personality that makes working out with him fun despite the challenge of the workout. We're going to take a break. We're with Nolan, a success story from MAP Training, and Greg from trainwithmap.com. We'll be back after this. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Have you checked? For all you know, the Rad Turkey Brian is sold out already, you idiot. Get to the stupid store now at radradio.com. We got uh, Greg from trainwithmap.com and a success story Nolan in the studio with us. You can email us rad at radradio.com. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Natalie wrote in 
says, I joined map training for the last red carpet challenge. Adds love this morning. I'm down 38 pounds. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to write in and encourage those who may feel frustrated they are not losing weight as quickly as others may be. Don't get discouraged. The scale is not the measure of success. Celebrate small victories. I was so excited to see my cheekbones again. I can wrap a bathroom <laughs> towel all the way around my body now. I've donated several pairs of pants that are too big. The scale may not be moving quickly, but I've lost inches, gained strength and muscle as well as some self-confidence, all while having a thyroid condition. And my body is doing what it should be doing. If I have a bad eating day, the scale stays the same the next day when I weigh in. Stick with it. It does work. We've got a new red carpet challenge starting on um, the Monday after Thanksgiving. Correct. Uh, you can sign up at uh, trainwithmap.com. And once again, it entails what? A fully custom meal plan just for you and your crazy schedule and whatever foods you like to eat. Uh Custom workout plan, whether that's online or in-house with us. If you are in-house, we'll have you training three days a week with myself, Nolan, and the whole crew. Um, and then accountability. We'll be meeting every single week to sit down, update your nutrition, make sure you're on track, and uh, coach you through those hard times. And there's a deposit they put down, and, it, and there's a guarantee for results as well. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you that. It's free. So <laughs> there's an accountability deposit at the beginning that just says when you get sore, you're going to show up the next day. And it's an investment in yourself because we're actually going to credit it back to you. Uh, at the end of the challenge, as long as you stay accountable, and then we guarantee the results as well, which is 15 to 20 pounds lost or 4% body fat. All right, let's do some speed round emails here. Uh, Sarah wrote in and said, Greg, what are your thoughts regarding drinking ketones? I'm, I'm not for drinking ketones unless you're actually on the keto diet because that's the, when your body's going to use them optimally, but it prefers carbohydrates. So. And are you a fan of the keto diet? Not really. I think you can use it in small doses uh, to try to break a plateau, maybe, but not as a lifestyle. Uh, Richard wrote in, we always get questions about something like, first of all, will you assist with physical therapy? And do, is there any way to have insurance help pay for any of this? Insurance can cover some things. I've seen people ha have a year paid up front by a veteran society, and I've also had people pay for their open gym membership. Uh, it typically doesn't cover training and nutrition, though. Uh, Angie says, Greg, I need to lose weight, probably 60 to 80 pounds. I know what it would take logically. I sit on the couch and fantasize how I would look and feel if I dropped the excess fat, but that's as far as I get. Ugh! I don't know where to start. I've come to realize I probably need help. I'm 53, post-menopause, and my body is a different overweight for me, if that makes sense. I have heard <laughs> once over 50 and you're menopause, it's so hard to lose weight. Can you help an old fat girl out? A hundred percent. And I, I think what the big thing is... Uh, you think you know what it takes, but I think you're hyping it up to be more than it actually is to get the ball rolling. It's closer than you think. Just let's get started. Lauren says, Greg, how do you deal with boredom when working out? I've tried music, watching the TVs in the gym. I'm a person whose brain has to be kept active all the time. Workout partners or I, I lean into my trainers. I, I, I can I can help answer that. It, it, the community, I, like, I, I don't go to MAP still for the workouts. I come for the people. The 4 p.m. specifically is an awesome group of people, and we just have fun, laugh, talk crap, like the whole time. Like it's just all inside jokes, and it's just an, a fun time. That's why it's the best part of my day every day. That's yeah, why it's, I go five days a week. It's a welcoming environment. If somebody wanted to say, if somebody said, "Well, that sounds like a fun group. I want to be part of it." Just because right now you're doing inside jokes, you guys would welcome somebody else. Absolutely. The the Brian that emailed before, my best friend Brian. <laughs> he he when he showed up, I could tell the first day he was there he was struggling and i reached out to him and that's how we became friends and you know everyone welcomes you i always everyone always tries to do that if you see someone the new person we always try to welcome them, make them feel like Aww. part of the family uh justin says uh, how does greg feel about trt trt testosterone replacement oh. therapy ah. yeah so i was holding that answer in uh, <laughs> i think it's great if you need it 
I don't think it's something that you need to be supplementing at a young age or as a fit person. It can be beneficial for the right reasons, but I think you need the right reasons. Oh, and then we were talking in the previous segment that essentially all of these diets, you're just afraid they're not sustainable. It's a lifestyle change. It's a mental change. AJ wrote in, this has gone, this has exploded on TikTok. It says, I wanted to get Greg's opinion on the 75 hard workout program. I know from his past appearances, he's not a fan of diets or programs that are unsustainable or too restrictive. I just said that. <laughs> This program is not designed to be done long-term. Rather, it is supposed to change someone's habits and mindset. It's more mental than physical. The rules are you do two 45-minute workouts per day that are spaced at least three hours apart. You must drink a gallon of water per day. You must read 10 pages of a nonfiction book per day. You must follow on a diet, any diet of your choosing. You cannot have any cheat meals from your diet or drink alcohol. And you must take a progress picture every day. I failed the challenge at 52 days, but... My results were pretty amazing. What are your thoughts about doing this once a year? He actually missed a couple of things. That I think I know that whole system because uh, the guy who created the Andy Frisella, I was one of his first affiliates for his supplement company. Uh, so I flew out there and learned about the whole thing before it started. Uh, they wow. also do a power lift. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the know. Uh, yeah, I love that. They also did a power lift, and one of those workouts is meant to be outside. So unless you want to go for a run outside in the middle of winter, uh, um, my thought <laughs> I have I love the idea of the program because it's meant to make people mentally strong and as a part of that you become physically strong. The downside is I've seen it burn out more people than it's helped. In my inner circle, I know it's a great program, but it is a lot. Why would you go from not working at all and going to fast food to two a days with books and everything else? Like I am a firm believer of add things on as you're ready one at a time. Um you of all of our guests, you you somehow find a way to and, it, and I know what it is. It's because we've been talking health and diets on this show for two and a half decades. Everybody has their opinion, and they're all right, and everybody else is wrong kind of thing. Boy, do you trigger people. <laughs> I, I, we had a, a feud going on with – I don't I don't remember what that, that was about. Oh, I don't forget. I know. Um, <laughs> so here, here's, here's today's. Uh, Aaron wrote in and said, I am a loyal Megan. I am also a registered dietitian. The only professionals qualified to provide diet advice for a specific medical issue oh. is a dietitian. It is not okay for anyone not credentialed to give that advice, nor will it benefit them. Please, if you have a medical condition, seek advice from a registered dietitian. Your response. Kick rocks. Wow. That's, my, that's my response. Yeah. You're going to tell me I haven't helped people? I've got a book of hundreds of people that I've helped that are going strong, and I would put it up against yours any day. Michael says, I participated in the six-week challenge, and I just want to say what an amazing experience it was. I'd like to echo that the program changed my way of thinking and really helped me adjust my thinking. I still eat. But instead of eating only once or twice a day, I am constantly making sure I am eating small amounts throughout the day. And adding in workouts help me back get back down to a comfortable weight where I actually feel good in my clothing. And I really enjoy how I feel, not just physically, but mentally. Thank you, Greg. And thank you, Charity, for helping me make positive changes. Aww. If you are on the fence trying to decide, just do it. Does she work for you or is that a strip club person? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Charity. Yeah, she's, oh, okay. a, she's a trainer. Okay. Oh, no. With that name, you don't know. <laughs> Uh, and Joyce says, I absolutely love Greg and MAP training. I had to temporarily stop my training with MAP due to being laid off. My conversation with Greg when I had to inform him of what was going on, I told him because of the hard work he put into me, I was able to gain confidence and put that same hard work into myself. And I felt confident that I could go on without MAP and continue to succeed. I felt like Greg gave me all of the skills and knowledge to be able to continue my training without him. I'm still achieving goals and I am still eating properly and I'm still going to the gym. Thank you to the entire RAD team and MAP team. And you view that as a success story, even though she's not actually giving you money anymore. 
Yeah, 100%. I think we all know Joy. She went to a bunch of our events. She lost almost 80 pounds, I believe it was. Um, it's so weird because Aaron told me I wasn't a dietitian, but I don't know <laughs> how that worked out. Honestly, this is where I am. I, 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 I'll try to make this as brief as possible because I just love Greg so much, and I'm feeling very protective of him. <laughs> and and um, how can I make it short? So with my eating disorder past, I can't tell you how many dietitians made me worse. I almost want to start to cry. Mm. And you know what they had in there every time was a scale. <laughs> Why are you doing that to me? And and the way in which they would eliminate food or this or that, that was it it was an awful experience. And the the therapist that I've had, the eating disorder therapist, and then I talked to, you know, I don't currently see Greg, but I got a lot of information from Greg. And let me tell you what is accurate. I mean so accurate when we're sitting here talking about all these different fads and all these different diets. And you know the one a million things I learned from Greg, but consistency. And I think sometimes we want such fast results that we don't really believe consistency works. And I always used to look at my friends that never fluctuated in their weight. You know, they, they, they ate well, but sometimes they didn't, you know, and they also worked out, right? It was a part of their life. This was their lifestyle. They never fluctuated. I'm like, oh, that's their genes or whatever it is, right? And one of the things that I learned from Greg was that, like, you don't need to go on some drastic program that that is that is being offered out there and and where the consistency comes into play is in conjunction with what i learned from greg my therapist that was dealing with that to get me over the mental issues of it she's like you need to learn how to maintain you've literally never learned how to maintain a weight ever your body's been every single weight from the age of seven up until you're you know this my early 50s right now and and she's like you have to learn how to maintain it and we're always told maintaining is the hardest and actually honestly i've learned it isn't because of the consistency, right? I've consistently given my body what it needs, not doing the levels to where I'm going to lose yet, but I had to be consistent. And I've seen that. My weight has not fluctuated in so long. And so I, I'm, I'm like such a proponent for what you're selling because if you're just consistent with these things, right? Lose the weight, obviously, for myself eventually, right? But it is manageable to keep it where it's at because you've adopted a lifestyle yeah. and you won't see those fluctuations if you eat a medium pizza, right? <laughs> and, and, the, and the next day you just go back to how you were because your body has settled into like, it's getting what it needs, nothing more, nothing less. It's not trying to be in starvation mode. Oh God, what are you doing to me now? You know, just all these things. And so I, I, uh, I just hate when dietitians do that because it's like saying somebody like Greg can't study this and learn this. Hello. Uh, we want to thank Greg from a MAP training. He is not a registered dietitian. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's merely a personal trainer with a BA in food and nutrition, a former professional athlete, and hundreds of success stories. That's all he is, uh, including right. Nolan. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nolan, for visiting uh, us, and congratulations thank, on your success. Thank you for I letting know, me come on. amazing. Uh, Greg does everything. It's Greg, not Matt. Greg from MAP training. Uh, the MAP Trition products are at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore. Online meal planning, online exercise programs, the two gyms, Roseville and Granite Bay, the Red Carpet Challenge. The next one starts the Monday after Thanksgiving. You can sign up right now uh, at uh, trainwithmap.com. Anything else? That is it. I think you guys crushed it. I'm glad you guys backed me up against uh, yet another person trying to you know, be a damper on our parade, but we got this. All right. We're going to play the pressure cooker right now. We have a uh, $100 gift card, a Visa gift card. The pressure cooker is our daily trivia game. We play it every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. Uh, you don't. Five, right? 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob, Anybody. Anybody, and Dawn Show.
Mark your calendars. Wait, do people still do that? Doesn't everyone use their damn phone? Either way, Rhinopalooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. Details at radradio.com. We got this email from Max. Hey, Max. Says, I want to wish my beautiful wife a happy birthday. She loves the show, talks about listening to your show on the way to elementary school. And she still listens to this day consistently. (laughs) When we lived in a smaller apartment and I could hear her talking in the other room nine times out of ten, it was Mackenzie calling into your show. (laughs) We've done a lot this year, moved across the country, had our formal wedding in front of our families in a beautiful coastal town. I'm proud to call you my wife, and I look forward to spending every day with you. Every day? Every day! At least a half day and play golf or something. Jesus. All right, let's get to the pressure cooker. We got a $100 Visa gift card, and color 18 is Vanessa. Good morning, Vanessa. Jesus. Hello? Vanessa's gone. Oh, bye bye. And <laughs> Vanessa wasn't caller 18. She was the backup caller. No. She was caller 19. So we were stuck here in 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 uh, in, uh, in what is it? Uh, purgatory. Do we get a backup backup? Not usually. <laughs> we have to wait for somebody who hears their opportunity to really quickly hit. You know, you know they have us on speed dial. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and call in. And just, we don't have to take the 18th one, Brandon. Just take the first one. Okay. Can I play? <laughs> No. no. Yeah, because we announced that we have to actually do the game and give oh, away yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, FCC and all right. that. Otherwise, you're misleading people. And Kyle will want the gift card. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And, and he's ineligible by rule. Damn so, it. I know. I need, I need extra sock up Christmas presents to give to people. That'd be perfect. <laughs> wow, people with $100. Very That's generous. a great stocking <laughs> that would be, stuffer. Be for $100 someone. in your stocking no, stuffer? Not, no, he's going he's gonna to oh. use it to buy them stuff. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm going to use it to give for a present. So, oh, oh. So, like, okay. I haven't got anything I for anybody it. yet. So, I retract yeah. that, yes. All right, Randy, good morning. Morning. All right. Morning. Uh, here's how this works. Your timer begins when I finish reading the first question. That's true, false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right and then four more to win. Pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing you say. So if you say caller 18 and then you say caller 20, I have to say caller 18 <laughs> as your answer. Do you have any questions? No. All right. Good luck. True or false? Taco Bell is currently offering a vegan cheese sauce. True. The Sacramento Kings have played nine games this season. How many total wins do they have? Seven. The Beatles are the best-selling musical artist of all time. Who's second? Michael Jackson. Name the current Pope. Argentina Benedict. (laughs) What What is Travis Kelsey's brother's first name? Jason. How many... How many total amendments to the U.S. Constitution are there? It's a number, dude. Oh, dear God. Ten? Ten. All right. Very good. Uh, that was uh, question number six. We only need five. All right. Let's see how he did. Riveting. True or oh. false, Taco Bell is currently offering a vegan cheese sauce. He said that is true. <laughs> Talked about it yesterday. Even vegans say it's awful. And uh, Dawn gave us the insight that it's, that's because they're making it with soy and chickpea. Yeah. Whereas if they were making it with cashews? Yeah, that, I don't know. There's okay. something about that. Dawn's really not vegan. Good. She just has some experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kyle and my Sacramento Kings have played nine ah, games. Jesus, what? I almost bought 
never thought I'd hear that out of your mouth. Oh, I love hearing it. Uh, have oh played nine games this season. How many total wins do they have? He said seven. No. Hey, they're above 500. They're five and four. Yeah. Uh, big game tonight. Always for the for the Kings uh, and the, and they're more for their fans. They play the Lakers in LA. It's on ESPN at seven o'clock. The Beatles are the best-selling musical artist of all time. Who's second? He said Michael Jackson. Uh, Rihanna. That's for girls. We've been doing this list oh. for a week. There is no retention whatsoever. It started with Madonna being the best-selling female recording artist of all time. Rihanna's the second female artist. But Madonna is fourth on the all-time artist list because the Beatles are first and then Michael uh, Jackson. Michael no. Jackson's third. Oh. That's why he got buzzed because um, that's what he said. Uh, oh, who else is there? Uh, Foreigner. <laughs> Elvis. Oh, yeah. Oh, Elvis. Is still what a terrible top three. Oh, Christmas is coming up. I get to listen to the Christmas album again. Uh, Name the current pope. He took forever to say Argentina Benedict. God, I don't even know. Kind of worked his way through the word salad there because he remembers the current pope is from Argentina. The last pope was named Benedict. The current pope is Pope Francis. That's right. I'm aware. That's I why mean, I run the game. Even as a recovering Catholic, you, you feel the need you should know, but I guess not that much. What the hell is the Pope do exactly? Make rules and regulations That's make it? us feel guilty. Okay. What is, but he's uh, beautiful. What is Travis Kelsey's brother's first name? He said Jason, who, by the way, plays center for the Philadelphia Eagles. And a Monday Night Football game is a rematch of the Super Bowl where the Kelsey brothers will be uh, facing off uh, with uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Will Taylor Swift be there? No word yet. Uh, and how many total amendments to the U.S. Constitution are there? He said 10. That would be the Bill of Rights. Those are the original 10 amendments. There are, of course. I always get confused. Is it 13 or 26? 27 is the correct ah, answer. Oh, my God. I was off by one. Ah, when that one come in? Or by 14. Wait, but, but, but I, mm, I said it last. <laughs> that one has been there or. since we were born. Oh, damn. Well, we don't add them very often. Uh, no, we don't. It's quite the arduous <laughs> process. Uh, in the end, he got two right. Yeah, yeah big surprise yeah, there. Get <laughs> We have more $100 Visa gift cards to give away tomorrow morning, 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio, home of the 2023 Turkey Brine, available right now at radradio.com. Stupid store. We've got this email, rad at radradio.com. Uh, during the uh, pressure cooker, we were talking about uh, Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason, who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Travis uh, plays for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, that's less important than the fact that he's also Taylor Swift's boyfriend. That's tough. And the Kelsey brothers will face off again uh, during Monday Night Football when the Eagles and Chiefs play. And Kyle asked, uh, will, will Taylor be there? And I said, I, and I haven't heard yet. Uh, but that and, and there is no trailer update today, not because there's no news. There's plenty of news. I had it ready. We just ran out of time. Uh, but I think we'll find out, you know, as we get closer to the weekend, whether or not Taylor Swift will be at the Monday Night Football game. Ooh, and I wonder if Taylor Swift will pull um, the Kelsey, the Kelsey, is that their last name, both of them? Still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Kel pull their mom's move, right? Of wear like a half jersey. So she's supporting like maybe her future brother. No. <laughs> and no. her boyfriend. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Disgusting. That'll start all sorts of rumors about, is it a threesome? Does oh. you want to have the brother? Oh, wow. You stick with your person. That's totally different. <laughs> They're both a mom's kids. Uh -uh. 
No, Taylor better not do that. Uh, but Mariah wrote in and said, my daughter is a massive Swifty and has been since birth. Oh, damn. She's 14. She's an expert in all things Taylor and now trailer. I was wondering if you would consider her for your Taylor Swift updates. She would love to send in daily or oh, weekly updates. Oh, that's cute. Sure, send them in. I'll use whatever I can. I'm sure she'll find stuff that I don't find because she's a Swifty. <laughs> uh, since we're stuck talking about them uh, off and on. By the way, that is th that is something that we do not discuss during the Mixed Picks podcast, which comes up in about uh, 35 minutes on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. It's sports and sports focused. Uh, we don't get into the Taylor Swift crap at, at all there. And we got plenty to talk about today. Uh, the Kings play the Lakers tonight. Basketball season has just started, so we're going to get yeah. into that a little bit. Uh, lots of football to discuss, uh, including college with some big stories uh, involving uh, Jim Harbaugh. Is he going to come back to the NFL? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, will he be playing again? Raiders, Niners, all the big games. Uh, we'll be doing it on uh, Rad TV Live. Uh, at 10 a.m. You can watch or listen at members.radradio.com, and then it becomes a podcast for everyone on all of the podcasting forums tomorrow. Just You're a maggot, and you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, email us, rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. Uh, we start with 13-year-old Athena, who has a note that says, Sorry for missing a few days' worth of jokes. School is super busy. Oh, damn it. Plus, Grandpa's been a challenge to take care of. Remember, she can't come to Brian Palooza oh, because yeah. there's a grandpa and grandma had to travel. Mm -hmm. It's fine, Athena. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, when the demon baby appeared. <laughs> I ignored it, but eventually I had to address the hell infant in the room. <laughs> From nine-year-old Lily. Aw, sweet Lily. Why do raccoons get fat? Why? Because their diet is trash. <laughs> <laughs> trash pandas. <laughs> Big D says we are only three days away from Brinapalooza. An event setup can be strenuous. Of course, uh, he and Mrs. Big D will be on hand with their uh, freeze-dried candy. He says, uh, I would like to offer the assistance of myself and the artist formerly known as Kiara Phoenix <laughs> if anybody on your team needs help. As Aww. once our tables and display racks are up, we will be idle because Mrs. Big D is very particular about where each treat is displayed <laughs> and takes that part on herself. So, Brandon, if you need help, Big D's there for you. Awesome. Thank you, Big D. For now, though, he says, enjoy today's contribution to the joke segment with these fine dad-giving jokes. <laughs> what always comes at the end of Thanksgiving? What? The letter G. What do you call Thanksgiving for selfish people? What? Thanks-taking. <laughs> what did the cranberries say to the Thanksgiving turkey? What? what? Nothing. Cranberries can't talk. <laughs> this is from Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Yesterday, I paid a stranger to knock me unconscious, shove a foreign object inside of me, and film the whole thing. Yeah. What the heck? Or as my doctor calls it, a colonoscopy. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> This is from, uh, these are from Steven. Hi, Steven. What disease did the Instagram content creator catch? What? Influenza. I hear it's going viral. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, I actually need Brandon and Kyle to help me on this. Ooh, okay. Right. Yeah, you would. You'd screw this up bad. So, so Brandon, you're going to do the start of it. You're going to, uh-huh. Okay. And then, and then, and then Brandon's gonna say, or Kyle's gonna say, "Who's there?" Right. Oh. Okay. And then, and then Brandon, your your answer is gonna be, "Grandpa." Okay. okay. And then I'll finish the joke. Okay. You guys got it? Yep. Ready? Yep. All right. No faith. Knock knock. Who's there? Grandpa. Stop the funeral.
Adderall. Oh, 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 oh. oh, God. Well done. You got to have oh, a third voice for yeah, that. It's nice. one of my fears. God, that's why I want to be cremated. Oh, God, you don't want to wake up in the cremation tube. <laughs> oh. It'll be over oh, quick. God. Yeah. How do we know? Uh, it's quick. <laughs> and this one is from Darcy. Hey, Darcy. A girl winks at the bartender and says, is it true that hot chicks don't pay for their drinks here? The bartender says, that's been our policy for years. Here's your check. <laughs> Just stay to the end of the night. <laughs> you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Hello, Alyssa. Brian question for you guys. Sure, go ahead. Um, I normally, I have a dedicated cooler that I normally use for like a 25-pound turkey. But this year I'm doing two turkeys, like a like two, like a 15-pound and 18-pound. Can I put all the brine and do them both in the same cooler or do I have to separate them? You can. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I, I don't know why for some reason I ha- I'm like a little standoffish about it. It makes sense that it would work. As long as you're putting in enough brine for what's the math on that almost 30 pounds of turkey so because our, our our brine package is only really designed for an 18 pound turkey you can push it a little bit you know 20 22 pounds and you're going to do 22 hours of brining then that's not enough brine for 30 pounds of turkey or whatever yours is rounded off so as long as you're if you're using two packets of turkey and and enough broth to cover both of them it, yes it, it i cannot think of any reason why that would not work i don't know why for me i wouldn't do it but I, that's a stupid answer. Well, I mean, check so. in on them. Make sure they don't need to be separated. Yeah, I mean, they might fight right. while they're in there. Uh, <laughs> let's get to Win Rob's change. Uh, oh, by the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Before we do that, uh, the turkey brine's available in the stupid store. Superstore! Radradio.com. Still have time to ship it to you. We have a dozen uh, vendors in Northern California, Northern Nevada. They're all listed. The flag store in Sparks is sold out, uh, and you should probably start calling ahead the vendors. If, if, if you're... If you're going out of your way, you don't want to show up and be told oh, the Brian's because we don't always know in real time. Maybe somebody sold out last night. They haven't come in this morning to, to tell us or whatever. So uh, just double check. Either way, uh, Brian of Palooza is, a, is a, this Saturday, and that's your last chance to get Brian. That'll be in Reno. And all of those details are at radradio.com. Now we can get to win Rob's change, which we do at 6.30 and 9.30, and we start with Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Bay area. Who says, first of all, Rob, welcome to your Kings fandom. Uh, I'm finally a basketball fan. I've never been a basketball fan. I'm a Kings fan, officially. Uh, We true loyal fans are glad to have you with us. I became a Kings fan when... And then the message stops. So I don't know if that's his idea of a joke, like he's not a fan. Oh. I know he did live in the Sacramento area. I'm not sure what that is. After Kevin's guess at 6.30 this morning, Rob's clue lowered the range of valid numbers to 349, which is a 0.29% chance of winning with the next guess. For comparison, according to a study of 208 subway-related injuries treated at Bellevue Hospital, it is 10 times more likely that a person injured in a subway incident in New York City will undergo a, quote, minor amputation. Oh, Jesus. What's a minor one? As the the person getting the surgery, there is no such thing as a minor amputation. How does a sandwich cause an amputation? We are looking for the 13th guess. It's Subway. <laughs> if you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.
This is Rad Radio. This time of the year, I'll brine all the time. Get your brine and get details about Brine Palooza 2023 online at radradio.com. Got this email, rad at radradio.com. We're down to eight days until Thanksgiving, so it's pretty much uh, turkey mail every single day. Tomorrow, a week from Thanksgiving, if, if nothing extraordinary happens, we'll try to do like a whole segment of turkey mail. But even as the emails sneak in, I'll, I'll try to read them as we get them. This one's from Berta. Hey, Berta. She says, uh, I have only a couple of people I'm cooking for, and I bought a turkey breast for our dinner. I don't know if it is skin on or not. Can I still brine it without the skin. So if it's if, if it's pre-wrapped in a package like like you didn't get it like right from the, the the butcher section or the meat section where you can see whether or not it has the skin on it, it almost certainly does have its skin. Uh, however, even if it is skinless or if you buy a skinless one, yes, you can absolutely brine anything skinless. I brine uh, pork chops uh, throughout the year, uh, boneless uh, chicken breasts. In fact, you're actually going to get a better result from the brine if whatever you're brining doesn't. Have skin. It's just with turkey. Everybody loves the skin, yeah. and you want to have really good skin, especially the breast skin. The uh, there's just not enough of it. The, yeah, well, that's why you know the, the that's the cook's choice. Cook gets to peel off the skin first. <laughs> oh, oh, you get sneak one yeah. of those wings too. Yeah, and that's oh, why that's why uh, at Williams Manor, whenever we host Thanksgiving, I have no shortage of volunteers to carve the turkey because you know, the carvers are right there. There's no skin left for anyone else. Um, the uh, <laughs> the because the, the skin it's it's there for protection. It's protecting the flesh of the bird, like our skin is protecting our insides as well. Uh, so it will, it, it, it absorbs some of the brine. So yes, it'll be totally fine if you brine a, a, a anything skinless uh, as well. Uh, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, coming up during the commercial break, against my wishes, you're going to get a Dogwoods Resort canine. Oh, mm-hmm. to make me the puppy. I think you should have been deprived all day. Oh, because well. because you you didn't send us in enough. Uh, can- we were we ran out or we're close to running out. And so we've had to shame you all day to send us in more videos, which you just record horizontally. Email mred at radradio.com. Even my wife has stepped up. She's she's made a she made a, vid, a, a video of a bird, and there's a story Aww. to the bird. So we'll we'll get that in. I understand. Brandon says I guess some of you have responded. Yeah, we've got quite a few submissions, mm. but I definitely need more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear that? Brandon needs more. Brandon, it's not me. It's not for me. It's for it's for Brandon. Oh, I know, and I still haven't sent him mine. Who, who wants to, well, other than Dawn? Who Such wants to disappoint jerk. Brandon? I, and I don't oh, I mean to. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm uh, elderly. What is uh, <laughs> what is coming up uh, during the next commercial break, Brando? Uh, I've got my dog Walter against his oh. will on his day oh, off. He's going to entertain Walter. you, people. Um, I've already gotten him primed up during the last commercial break. He's already making his groans and moans. So he's going to be featured on the uh, the canine cam coming up next. That'll be live. You can always watch all of the canine cams, everything that happens on Rad TV after the fact. Uh, and uh, if you have your videos horizontally recorded of any animals, just email them rad at radradio.com. You can find Rad TV at members.radradio.com. The best things in life on free. We're going to help you pay some bills and fees. With Rad Change. Your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough star of change. With rough change, what I want. With rough change, what I want. With rough change. Caller 18, hello, Justin. Good morning, Red. Morning. Give us the 13th guess, make it the right amount of money, and you will win that. All right, I'm going to try $132.49. One hundred thirty-two dollars and forty-nine cents is a legitimate guess. You lose. Oh man! You are ching ching fa fa. 
I'm going to give you two clues because I'm feeling generous. Oh, here. I like it. First of all, the correct answer is higher than $132.49. Secondly, when the game is all over, Justin's going to kick himself. Oh, no. $132.49 oh, is too low. You will have another chance to win Rob's change tomorrow morning at 6.30. Oh, that's going to be painful. Uh, we also got uh, this email just now from Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Takes us back two days ago. We had a Dr. Rob letter uh, from a, a woman who at the time was being called Kay. That was her initial. Uh, her name's actually Kristen. We found out later. Uh, she was writing about her hair salon and the fact that she's got everything set. It's clean. She's got all the products. She's told that she did, gives great haircuts. She's a great socializer, but she can't get repeat customers. And why? Is it because I'm transgender? And so we walked through the whole story, uh, and uh, a bunch of people emailed in and said, "Wait a minute, I got I want to. I'll, I'll patronize her. I don't care. Where is she? Well, she didn't tell us where she was or what. But well, she's in Reno, but we didn't know what the name of her salon is. And she specifically said in her initial email, "I didn't want to seem like I'm just looking for free advertising." Aww. So we told her, "Look, if you're comfortable, write in." And she did, and we gave you all of her information uh, yesterday. And, uh, and we have talked about the fact that maybe it, maybe it isn't all or maybe even not even a bit uh, that she's transgender. Because we, and so what we're excited about is have some maggots go in and um, kind of evaluate the place and either talk to Kristen or if you're not comfortable doing that, you can email me. I'll, I'll pass it on. She wanted the news. What if it's about location? Yeah. You know, something like that. And you guys right away go, oh, okay. By the way, uh, I did get an email from Kristen. Uh, she said we didn't have to read it on the air, uh, but she is very, very thankful for the response she's gotten. Oh, good. She is looking forward to uh, to uh, taking care of you, Maggie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Ashley wrote in and said, I'm having a hard time finding Kristen's cuts on Facebook as I do not have Instagram. I'm very interested in finding her and trying her out. If you could send me the correct spelling of her name, I would appreciate it. Well, you've got the spelling right, but you've got the name wrong. It's cuts by Kristen. <laughs> that not, makes a difference. Not Kristen's cuts. It's cuts <laughs> by Kristen on both Facebook and Instagram. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Bucket, check. Turkey, check. Water, check. Brine, oops, dumbass. Get your Rad Radio turkey brine right now from the stupid store at radradio.com. Got this email from Melinda. Hi, Melinda. She's all excited. A lot of exclamation points. She says, eek, Brinapalooza is three days away. Ah! She's right. We'll get back to her email uh, after reminding you. It's this Saturday at South 40 in the backyard in Reno. Starts at 10 a.m. All the details are at radradio.com. Uh, full bar. Uh, we'll be serving turkey sandwiches, live music, plenty to do, axe-throwing pool, uh, other things uh, before or after you meet us. We'll be there. Uh, you can bring the kids and uh, the stupid store. Super store. We'll be on site with your last chance at uh, Turkey Brine uh, and also a ton of rad swag as well. And uh, if you're too much of a butt face to drive up to Reno, if you're in the Sacramento area, Jeez. remember that our partners uh, in Rockland <laughs> oh, at the NorCal man. Gun Vault are collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. Yay! Bring in a new unwrapped toy that's worth at least 20 bucks for donation. you got to bring in your receipt to show it, and they will give you a bag of rad turkey brine in appreciation. So you Amazing. actually pay less than everybody else. You do something cool. That's at NorCal uh, Gun Vault in Rockland. All of the vendors that have brine are posted at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstar. And Linda goes on to say, at long last, I will finally be able to meet you. I've been carefully planning out what I'm going to wear, how I'll do my hair, and what time I want to leave. I'm more than willing to stand in line so I can be one of the first ones in. And luckily, the South 40 is close to where I live. Even though I am so excited, my anxieties are starting to set in. Aww. 
I'm always worried about saying or doing something stupid when I'm around common folk, but the thought of making a fool of myself in front of other maggots and you guys terrifies me. Oh. It's like I can't wait to meet you, and I'm terrified at the same time. It's like a first date then. Yeah. A blind date. Uh, and we're like common folk. Yeah, the maggots and everybody yeah. else is. I'm there, we're, but we yeah. All are, yeah, right? the, yeah. 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 Uh. Yes, you all are. I'll be there by myself so I don't have anyone to make sure I get there or to keep me from chickening out before I even meet you. Oh. I'm just glad there'll be a bar and hopefully some liquid courage in the form of a Blue D. Mary, Tahoe Blue Vodka, and the Rad Blue uh, will help keep me there. And the maggots are great, too. The mag you, you, you will make a friend. Everybody's making maggot friends at these events. Then she says, uh, P.S., I do have to say that I'm very curious to find out what each of you smell like. Is that creepy? Yes. I think it might sound creepy. The hell? That's great. Dawn smells good. I love that. I know oh that. Raw Boy smells fantastic. He's got he's got some really nice, really expensive cologne on. Yeah, there's good smells. Kyle around. smells good too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do I? Yeah. Oh, good. I usually come in after a workout and I feel like I smell at the place. I like that musk. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> And he won't have just worked it out at Brian Palooza. So, well, maybe. You know. Yeah, you okay. never know. Uh, hey, if you're it's that Saturday, details are at redrio.com. If you're a welfare recipient and just waking up to start your busy day, <laughs> good morning. Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's showgram. Uh, during turkey mail, Brittany wrote in, said, uh, my husband wants to smoke a turkey, but it's got to be done by 2, which means he's got to be awake at 6 a.m., and I don't trust him. He's not a morning person. So, because you got to get up by 5.30. And so she wanted to know, could she, could she pre-cook the, the turkey? So we answered all that. But I had questions, first of all, about why do you think it's going to take eight hours to smoke this turkey? And I told my experience of it. It's never taken as long as what most recipes uh, say. Why does it have to be done by two if, the, if your husband needs to sleep in? And then Dawn completely demeaned her husband and I, called him a lazy piece of crap. No, I did not say those <laughs> words um, unless, at all. Unless he's a firefighter or something. She but, left all yeah, that out. You know, he's a cop. gets off yeah. late. Baka, baka, boo. And there was a question, regardless of what the answer is, why commit to something that you might not be able to follow through Yeah. With? So she wrote back. She said, thank you for reading my email. Rob, you hit the nail on the head. We got the cook time from our smoker's cookbook. I would be shocked if it takes that long. That's all I'm saying from my experience. We're cooking the turkey, but we're not hosting Thanksgiving this year, so it has to be ready by two so we can have it to my cousin's house in time. As far as my hubby goes, he's not a firefighter or a police officer, but he's probably one of the hardest working men I know. Aww. He gets up every morning at 6 a.m. for work, and he works from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. six days a week. Good for him. He has a very physical job that leaves him dead by dinner time. But yes, unless he's getting up for work, it's a complete bear to get him out of bed. <laughs> Takes me flicking the lights on and off and pulling the covers off of him to get him. All up. right, well, he gets an out. I love a working man. Still shouldn't commit to something that you can't rely on him for. Uh, Shalina wrote in for the third time because we were begging and pleading and shaming you for not sending in enough canine cam videos. Uh, anything recorded horizontally, animals, email us, red at radradio.com for Rad TV. And Shalina actually felt bad. She said, oh, my Huskies are regulars, but I haven't been sending them in because we're moving. And then we started talking about people will watch these videos, and they will, especially if you're regular dogs, they'll look around and go, look at your house. And Brandon mentioned that Shalina has a, a very nice house, and you're moving. Well, now we get to judge on why you're moving and how crappy are you moving down or are you moving up even. Oh, and she wrote yeah. in and said, we're downsizing. It was, it was too much, but they're out on a lot of property and, and things like that. Uh, and so then Dawn, of course, ruined everything and said, Dad, take a video of the property. Yes, that's what I'm interested in. Who cares about the house? Uh, Shalina says, I would love to take videos of my pups roaming the property, 
but you may know that Huskies are runners, and I'd be afraid of them running off Aww. as the house doesn't have a fenced yard yet. Maybe I can take a video of my kids walking them around the property. Oh, cute. That's yes. up to you if you want your kids on a, on a video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll figure something out, and I'll send some videos for Dawn. We Yay. often wake up to deer, turkeys, and rabbits running oh. around. Oh, my. Oh. That is beautiful. Just do a video of them. Yeah, exactly. You don't even care about the dogs practically at this point. <laughs> Very strange. If you do watch us on Rad TV uh, live during the commercial break, uh, you get uh, a uh, uh, all of the commercial breaks out one day. You get a question of the day. You email in your answers. We save them till the very end. What was today's question, Brando? What food is delicious but a pain to eat? Mm. Mangoes. Interesting. Very <laughs> first one from Michelle. I love eating mangoes. Oh. But they That's are difficult great. for me to slice up without turning it all to mush. Is that yeah. the issue? Well, I don't like how they have the core, and it, it varies on mango to mango. Sometimes they're a thin little sliver. Other times they take up three-quarters of the mango. Mm-hmm. And you, you're, you're excited. You want to eat the mango, but you don't get to eat as much. And then usually they're dripping, and they're a mess unless you put them in a bowl and eat with a spoon. So Dorian had the most, uh, the most common answer. We got like half a dozen of these. And the irony of it is that when I saw the question, I started to go through my mind, what would my answer be? And I thought of this answer, and then I said, oh, no, they're not that difficult. It's just people just say that. But yet half a dozen people wrote in and, and said it. It also, by the way, is what triggered uh, my, uh, my what we're going to have for dinner tonight at Williams Manor. Oh, wow. So the minute I thought of it, I texted the wife, hey, does this sound good? Go get <laughs> Uh, Dorian says, as, as many other people did, crab legs. Oh, oh yeah. I hate having to crack the legs and then Ugh. dig them out of their shells. Such a mess. I don't understand this at all. Maybe you guys just don't know how to what the tack is here. It's a labor of love. I it will is. sit there for a half hour. I don't understand this at all. Or however long it takes, just cracking legs and knuckles open so I can dig into a huge mound of sweet, succulent crab meat and melted butter. Such a pain, but so worth it. Yeah, because, you know, mm. and the other thing that happens... Is you're on a roll. It's coming out. And then out of nowhere, you are struggling on one of them. And then you're just cracking the legs to bits. I, just trying to get that meat out. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't Ugh. experience that. And I don't know if it's because people aren't doing this. Before you steam them, which is the proper way to make crab legs, you take scissors and you cut down the length of the shell. Oh. I... You leave the, the you cook them in their shell, but you cut down the length of the shell. And then when you steam them, the, the steam gets in and releases the crab from the shell, and it slides right out. We we, we, we can eat crab legs in five minutes at Williams. Oh, my God, you know, I always have to use a cracker thing. Crackers, yeah. are, crackers are terrible. That's, a, that's the biggest scam since one-hour martinizing. <laughs> no, the, the, the crack, the cra- Google it. What? That's, oh, my God. I think that's a Seinfeld. I don't remember. Okay, so what about the knuckles? Does the scissors work on yes. the knuckles, too? Really? you got to use the big oh, kitchen God. shears. Yeah, yeah. I've and this, this is before you cook them, right? They're, they're thawed out. <laughs> And you're cutting. You're not cutting it all the way, right? You're cutting just to the to the end, so that it, it, they're they're still in the shell. I gotcha. And then when they when you steam them, they will expand. There's it's, oh, it's but it's like same thing with the lobster tail. You just pop it out. Yes, again. Oh. exactly. Oh, I always want that popped out when they ask. Yes, don't bring me the shell. Right, but you want it cooked in the shell for the flavor. That's, sure. That's why you do it that but way. But then they'll yeah, they'll ask if you you're want such it popped a pain out. In the ass. <laughs> No, they're offering. It's a choice. You're still a pain in the ass. Why is it a pain in the ass when it's a choice? I am not. Not seeing it on the menu and then asking for it, it's on the menu. It's just another step that they shouldn't have to do. Well, but they offer it. Uh, they, uh, this is uh, uh. from, uh, they offer dessert. You don't always get that. <laughs> That's different. From one of our uh, 85 Heidi's. Uh, I thought of this one because, so pain in the ass to eat, I assume the implication is what we're talking about. It's messy, it's hard. But there are also things that, like, I'll want, uh, uh, such a pain to prepare. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, Heidi says, this is both. The food that I love so much but is such a pain in the butt to eat is an artichoke. It takes an hour just to cook. 
And, of course, then you have to eat the stuff off each leaf. Then you have to cut the crap out of the bottom, scrape off the thorns on the top of the heart, cut up the... It is. All of that. It is a lot. We haven't had artichokes, I don't know how long, because of all of that. And they're so worth it. But, Uh, man, it is. And I pass by them in the grocery store and go, oh, man, an artichoke. Nope. Get it at a restaurant where they deal with it. Right. Do I have that? And the problem is, we'll do that. We'll get artichokes out, grilled. And they're never as good as mine, because I grill them at the end. That's the best. Oh, do you do mayonnaise or butter dipped on? I do butter, garlic yeah. butter, and the wife the wife just does butter, but I do garlic butter. Garlic butter. Uh, Carly wrote in and said, the most delicious food that is a pain to eat is sushi. Now, this is partly because I'm terrible at using chopsticks. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. But it doesn't stop me from embarrassing myself as I show off my childlike chopstick skills. <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you, Carly. My wife has tried. I, I look like a special kid. Oh, it is embarrassing if you don't know how to use the chopsticks correctly. But the one thing that I, like, even if you're a seasoned chopsticker, if you don't have a huge mouth, you can't get that end piece in your mouth completely. <laughs> and that's the, that's the piece that I always dread because it's always so messy and so big. See, I, I usually will try to put the whole sushi roll piece in my mouth, and the only time I have difficulty is when they put seaweed on there. The seaweed doesn't chew up really yeah. well, so you get the string-like consistency where it's almost a noodle, and you choke on the seaweed. I feel like it would be a terrible first date at a sushi place. That is literally what Carly no, says next. Honestly. Never order sushi on a first date because no. there is no delicate way to eat sushi. You must shove the entire roll in your mouth, <laughs> which may be attractive to a man. There you go. But I just imagine myself looking so gross, shoveling rice and raw yeah. fish into my mouth. You don't feel mm-hmm. delicate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really wish like the chopsticks had like a little side knife on them. <laughs> Fun. Cut it I, a lot of times I end up just using my hands. Actually, oh. me too. Yeah, I'm me like, too, whatever. No um, watching me. Why are they watching well, me? They're busy eating their own sushi. Hold on. And uh, I wouldn't care if they were. Right. Amendment. Yeah. They might be watching. <laughs> Who cares? Exactly. I did this at Nobu in Las Vegas. It's hundreds of dollars. I don't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the funnest, to really have no manners in a fancy restaurant. First of all, that's not rude. That is not no manners. There's nothing rude about that. I'm just saying I could see someone, right, that's might be snooty, too. F too. them. Yeah, yeah, totally. exactly. Uh, Melinda says, French bread pizza is a literal pain because whenever I eat French bread pizza, I end up burning the roof of my mouth. Yeah, you just want it right away. Oh, and pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. The uh, Mixed Picks podcast is next on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, and we are back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys and getting home. Talking pair of the land. Go on. Go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly-eye. So long. God bless you. Leo, I'm glad. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so long, stink town. <laughs> Been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show.